Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 76 for Wednesday, October 24th, 2018. How's it going, onesies? I am coming to you from sunny California, IA, this week, and uh, with me is my partner in crime on this trip to uh, Los Angeles, is uh, Mike LeBlanc. Mike is with me. Thanks, buddy. For Hello, onesies. How's everyone doing? Good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mikey mm. and I have had quite the week already. Yeah. We're going to be telling you guys about uh, what it's been like in LA so far, all the different comedy clubs we've been going to, the different food we've been eating, uh, all the different experiences. And of course, there's still lots more to come, so you'll have to tune in next week for the rest of it. But we are sitting in our Airbnb right now. Even at the end of the episode, of course, I will get to your emails too. So let's dive right into it, guys. So I started since the last episode, uh, I had spent a day or two back at home. And I will say that last Wednesday, I did an event at TD Place. All right. That's the big stadium, little uh, promenade, walkway, shopping center, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, we're doing this. I get to, I, I, as always, I got to, I, I jump right into things. I got to give you a little bit of info. Um, Mike and I have been uh, burning the candle at both ends on this trip. All right. So. I have so much to talk about. Mikey's yeah, here crazy. too. Hopefully, uh, you know, he'll be able to keep me awake and uh, and I him. Even today we've had so much shit and I'll get to that a little bit later on. So so just know if my if I'm even more meandery than normal, uh it's because we've just been packing the shit out of every day. I I wanted to do this earlier in the day. We just booked too much stuff, the 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 bonuses and things like that that we've got just uh just couldn't happen any other time. So so here we are at 8:30 which is still earlier than still sometimes. Early. Yeah, it's it's still early yet, but it's it's later than I've been doing the podcast. Let me tell you, the energy we've been expelling on this trip. Oh. It's it's going to be a yawny fucking episode for me. For me. Yeah. For me. So the idea is uh I'm just letting you guys know off the bat we we're we're running on fumes, but holy shit, do I have a lot to tell you about. So, last Wednesday at home, an event right before I left, TD Place. Uh, it was for uh, for small businesses and clients at TD. So I was at TD Place. I was there bright, bright, dark and early. It wasn't even sunny yet uh, at like six o'clock in the morning. I had to show up at an event. It was freezing cold. Okay. I was wearing a, a button up dress shirt, standing outside in the cold, directing people to this little brunch thing. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know it was, you know, super. I didn't know a whole heck of a lot about it what the event was. All I know is it was a breakfast for TD clients. Well, it turns out they were small business people and they were actually there to see Michelle Romano from Dragon's Den. She was the, uh, the, the, the guest speaker of honor trying to teach small business people how to, you know, take life by the horns and just, uh, you know, uh, how to, how to, how to, some strategies that'll help you with small business. All right. But I was outside. I was still directing people, the stragglers, everything. She had started by the time I got in. When I got in, we had breakfast, and everything like that. So the whole event was a little bit, you know, corporate stuffed shirty not not one of my favorite things ah, not again a lot of water while i'm here either because everything is so delicious the booze the <laughs> coffee the mexican cokes oh uh, does that sound derogatory well maybe you should travel okay because mexican coke all right something that is made by mexicans for mexican and no, i'm just <laughs> it's it's made in mexico okay and the plants there they still use real cane sugar all yeah. right no it's high fructose corn syrup like they do in america here yeah, yeah. i don't it's delicious it's, it's way different it's so different guys it's so good 
is so fucking good. Yeah. I can't even tell you how fucking good it is. Yeah. Anyways, every time we go to uh, a particular place, you know, we'll get to that, all right? All right, this part of the story, this is the prologue. This is still the Dark Ages in Canada. Darkness in the morning, freezing cold, breakfast with boring people, all right? Talking about business strategies, all right? These are people with their shit together. I don't belong there, <laughs> okay? So anyways, I go to this event in the morning. After they're done chatting with, uh, listening to the speech or whatever, uh, Michelle Romano starts, you know, she's there, she's sticking around, saying hi, greeting people, whatever. Um, and I uh, I went up, I started chatting with her after everything was done. The event was, you know, grinding to a halt. And I actually had an opportunity to to chat with her for a few minutes. She was really cool. Um, she's from Dragon's Den. I think I mentioned that already. Again, I'm going to be very repetitive because I'm out to lunch, but... Um, she was, uh, she was great and, and she's very successful. I started, you know, just asked her a couple of little questions. I told her, you know, that, uh, I know what it's like to do these sort of corporate events where you're speaking and you're, you know, you're not really, you know, it's early morning. And, and she, she kept saying like, when I told her I was a comic, she's like, she's like, Oh, how do I be funnier at these things? And I go, I don't know. These things just seem to be designed not to be funny. You know, everyone's, everyone's coworkers and things like that. They're in, they're in a well-lit room in the middle of the day. It's not stand-up comedy. What's stand-up comedy? Mikey, it's a dark club. Where you can laugh anonymously yeah. at nighttime. People don't know each other. And so it's not other comedians who won't laugh at you either. Apparently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll the talk idea about is, that later. Yeah. The whole idea <laughs> is that that comedy is designed like uh, uh, oh fuck, I'm, I always say it wrong. Anon anonymity. Anonymity, yeah. Anonymity. Is it just as simple as anonymity? Yeah. Okay. Well, being fucking anonymous <laughs> is an important <laughs> part of of the comedy experience. That's why we put you in a dark room. We light up the comic, and when someone tells a joke about butt fucking or something like that, right. you're in the dark and you can laugh, and you don't think everyone's staring at you. Whereas a, a big corporate function, when you're there with coworkers, nobody wants to be the one that laughs at a joke because they're all afraid that you know they'll be the only one to laugh at something, and then all of a sudden everyone at the office is like, "Oh, so you found that joke funny, did you? Can you can you just come in here for a sec? Mm -hmm. Want to come in, and have a sit down? You know, we'll talk to you about that." So I was just telling her like, don't don't feel like you have to be funny, or sometimes this shit's just hard, especially corporate daytime, you know press con not press conferences what the fuck do you call that presentations conferences keynote yeah. speaks yeah. and all the, the other exactly. crap that they put on yeah the corporate your goddamn stuff. speeches are boring yeah. they're not supposed to be funny stop trying to make your goddamn bank numbers funny they're not funny anyways there's nothing so, worse than trying to talk to an accountant and make them laugh it's they're just not funny people no they're dead inside they're horrible that's <laughs> so <laughs> so after the event when i was chatting with her she actually just asked me what my instagram was and she took my instagram she followed me i didn't bring up social media she did all right i'm not trying to get goddamn millionaire followers i know you guys can hear all that it's <laughs> part of the reality of the show listen uh, this one i'm not i can't even phone it in all right i can't i want you guys to feel the excitement i'm just i'm wiped I'm wiped, and if we did, if I slept for a second, you guys would get this late. And this is not going to be the first one. This is not an excuse to be late. Okay, doing all this for you guys, yeah. killing my body out here just so that I have stories to tell you. Um. Anyways, I had a great time chatting with her. She was cool. She took my uh, my social medias. We chatted a little bit. Boom! I got a new best friend who happens to be a millionaire. That's that's all I'm trying to say. Are we that close? Absolutely not. I'm fucking kidding. But. Um, we did, we did chat a little bit of via social media and, uh, you know, it was, it was cool. It was cool to hang out with someone, uh, that I saw on TV and who might someday be able to give me the odd little business tip here or there. What happened afterwards? You may ask, uh, I don't know. I was at TD place and who else works at TD place? Bing. Hello. Be you. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> yeah. So Mikey was there. And of yeah. course this is like two days before our trip. Uh, you know what, Mike, I got to tell one more story. Sure. I got to tell a story before our thing because cool. something I found out that morning, this is a good one guys. And I'm glad I'm getting into it early in the podcast because I might not have the energy to do it justice. 
my humble little podcast is something that, you know, I share the, the stories, the people that I meet, the little things that go on, uh, you know, week to week, the funny things that I hear that I feel I can tell you guys in a relatively harmless fashion. Uh, some time ago, I was uh, working with a young, young fellow named Max. Max is a great dude. Well, Max and I were working together again at the TD event. So I had a chance to see Max while this stuff was going on and we were chatting. Max was the young guy who was seeing a woman that he absolutely despised. Um, that's how I, that's how he had phrased it at the time. That's how I had phrased it. Uh, Max, <laughs> who will probably be listening to this episode, Max, <laughs> probably, yeah. this, this was the story. Max was dating a girl that he wasn't really that keen on, but, uh, I told him, well, why don't you leave the relationship? And he had said that he was with her because she had air conditioning and he did not, which, um, while is, uh, a reason to me, it was not a, uh, it was not a good enough reason to be miserable. Right. You know what I mean? At I, least not until fall. <laughs> it is fall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So okay. the, 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 there was an end to this relationship at some well, point. Well, not sure. not as far as he was concerned. He was also very happy at the fact that she was living closer to where he worked. Okay. So, so to him, oh, he was saying location, location, location. He 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 is relation. He treats relationships like real estate. That's right. Basically, that's what yeah. that's what happened. So I saw Max, and he told me that uh, he had uh, showed his girlfriend showed shown showed he showed it did uh, his. <laughs> He had shown his uh, girlfriend at the time the podcast uh, episode where I talked about that particular thing. Now, he said that he had just shown her the first few seconds where I said his name and mentioned that we had worked together. Well, I guess his girlfriend, then he said he turned it off. Um, I guess his girlfriend had uh, done a little investigative uh, journalism, not journalism, maybe some Google foo as they call yeah. it. Yeah, and, uh, and she found the One Man Podcast, my humble little you know, journal that I share with all of you people. Well, she listened to the episode. That's what he told me. He goes, he goes, dude, she listened to the episode and kicked my ass out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. I, he told me, yeah, she heard the, she heard the episode and she kicked my ass. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it's when he proceeded to tell me what had happened, mm -hmm. how he had shown her, she had must've found it. And I said, I am so sorry, Max. I am so sorry. I never, and he was like, no, no, no. My life's never been better. He's like, no. things are great. He's like, it's never better. Couldn't be happier right now. So, and I was like, really? I get the feeling Max is listening. So Max, Max, let me give you some advice if you're, if you're doing this. What you want to do, uh, if, if you're seeing women just because of location and sort of convenience and such, um, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go in an area that's close to your work uh, and pull out your phone and get a swipe app and then narrow down the location down to like the one kilometer range. Wow, this is way this is way more in depth than I thought I was going to be. And you pretty much got your narrow market right there. That's 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 what you're going to have to convince. You probably you know you'll have to figure out what your check marks are beyond that. But uh, I think that's uh, that's my dating advice for today, Max. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I I like that. I thought here's the thing: when you started giving advice, I thought you were going to go in the direction of here's what you need to do. You need to respect women if you're not happy. Like I thought you were going to go. I was going to say Uncle Phil. No, I think Dr. He, Phil. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Uncle you Phil. You need a wake-up well, call. <laughs> yeah. I, how funny is that? Like, you know, you got to do the Uncle Phil thing. No, so Uncle you Phil, throw yeah. him out the front door yeah. like jazz. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> you gotta, the, no. The Dr. Phil, I thought you were going to give him practical advice. No. Instead, you gave him exactly how to work the system Yeah, I think favor. I think Max is incorrigible anyway, so I might as well like give him the advice he's going to need. I mean, Well, yeah. there you go, Max. Yeah, Max. Mikey's, Mike's on your side. It's on yours. I, I, I think it's, I want you guys to know that's the power of my podcast. All right. Is, uh, apparently so far, I don't know how much good the podcast has done, but I've so far I've ended one relationship <laughs> with my fucking mouth. So, 
Uh, that's, uh, that's a little, I, I mean, Max, I'm glad it worked <coughs> out for you that things are going better. He's mentioned how he's, you know, before he had to get up for early, early in the morning and that's why getting up at her place was, was more Easier. convenient yeah. or whatever. So I tried, I meant to get a hold of Max to get the full story of how shit went down. Now he said that she's still contacting him. She's oh, okay. still, she's still messaging him, sending him cute little pictures and things like that. So she kicked him out, but she still wants him. You know, she didn't want him in the house. She just wants him inside. Must have you know some what I'm good saying? D. Some good D. Some good D, let me tell you. I, I do just, it. But does that make sense to you? Yeah. The idea that she would kick him out of the house, but like, yeah. but I still want you to fuck me. That's right. Why? I don't know. Max, if you have the answer, I need you yeah, to Yeah, we me. want to hear you. Send an email. Yeah, send an email. Contact at one, or, man pat, one Man Podcast. That's right. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. And, uh, or you can just, you know, give me a call. Like I fucking asked you to, uh, but either way, um, thank you for telling me that I've ruined things. Um, he was, Max was great about it, but I, I do have a fucking heart in this, uh, oversized chest that I, I really feel awful about, uh, about what happened. So, um, I'm, I'm so, I'm sorry. I mean, like, well, like you said, I mean, I really truthfully, I do believe that that relationship should be over. Yeah. If he's not, was, if he, ha- if he hates her, that's toxic. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You can't have that. So no. at the end of the day, I'm glad that it's over because I know that it's the healthiest, but I, I apologize because it wasn't my place to end it. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you're happier now and she's still, she's still fucking, she, she, all she wants is to fuck you anyways. Right. You don't like her. She doesn't want to snuggle with you. All right. She's going to save a couple of bucks on the hydro bill because you're not there enjoying your life all day, every day. Oh, There's a helicopter going a by. a helicopter going by. Los Angeles searchlights. It feels like GTA 5. Yeah. Jesus Christ, is it buzzing the building specifically? Yeah. It's probably, if it I sounds see like a it's, spotlight coming out, I'm, I'm, I know this is cops. It sounds right like away. it's directly going down the street. Yeah. Well, that was quite the show right. of force from the fucking uh, helicopter. Cool. So anyways, so that's that's what happened with Max. The power of my podcast, guys. Don't tell me something like that in a funny way because I will. T- I thought I could tell the story anonymously, but I guess if I tell a story about you that's going to get you in trouble, uh, don't go and show the person directly the podcast and say, hey, listen to this, and then think by stopping it seconds before I say something bad that you're somehow getting off scot-free. Um, hey, speaking, speaking of which, did you know what the term scot-free means? Scot-free. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I got away with it scot-free. It's uh, that fertilizer stuff, right? Scott's I mean, turf builder? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, what does so, it mean? So this is my understanding. I, I'm sure it can be worded better because uh, I'm inarticulate very mm. often. But uh, scot-free is like when everyone knows you did it. Like, let's put it this way. And I would say that it's even not as accurate, but like OJ. Yeah. Like, he got off scot-free. Allegedly. Uh, right, but that's what I'm saying. It's, I, know, it's a, I, know, I know, So he's not, not the perfect example because not everyone knows, but it's like one of those things where like everyone knows you did it. Right. It's just they can't prove it. You, yeah. You get away with it. So it's it. like get away with something, you but everyone knows about you. how you might have possibly done it. And, yeah. So yeah. scot free is is when you're pretty much everyone knows you're guilty. So sometimes people use that. I mean, whatever sayings people get away with it doesn't matter. No one asks. Why would I add extra fucking nomenclature to this goddamn podcast? But what's the origin of it? Things. You think. Like who's hell. Scott? The <laughs> one Scott that made this. All right, fucker. I'm doing yeah. this in front of it. That's you brought it on yourself. I'm bringing I it love up. That. So let's uh, let's do this. Mike, you want to talk about something? Well, you know what? I'll, we're going to get to the week. So yeah, let me uh, let me bring this up. What does Scott Free mean? Oh boy, origin of Scott Free. I bet you there's a guy named Why Scott Free. You think so? No, no, I don't think so. Origin of Scott. Free. You know anything like that? You know any sayings where you know the origin? Mm. Ooh, it's Scott S S C O T. There's only one T. 
Oh. So, so todayifoundout.com is in Scotland. Is my Scottish. source before somebody gets mad at me and tells me I should change my personal explanations. Yeah, of things. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the term Scott Free does not come from the Dred Scott v. Sanford Supreme Court case. Okay. Okay, so myth. The term scot-free has its origin from the Dred Scott v. Sanford U.S. Supreme Court case. Scot-free, also sometimes written scot-free, or okay. scot-free, or scot-free, or scot-free, go fuck this. It Incorrectly. Who's banging around outside? <laughs> fuck. Everyone's trying to break in everyone else's shitty place. Uh, as scot-free actually predates the Dred Scott Supreme Court ruling in 1857 by a very large margin, having been around since at least the 11th century. Ooh, old school. Yeah, another common misconception is that the phrase has some association with the Scottish. Ah, oh, see, I assume that, I assume that. Uh, in fact, Scott, in yeah. this case, is from the Old Norse word scot, S-K-O-T, meaning something to the effect of payment or contribution. In English, scot initially just meant tax. Mm. So the phrase scot-free was first used in reference oh. to municipal tax levels. So there you go. I have, sorry, tax levies. I apologize. Each person in a town would be obligated to pay a share of the scot tax, right. which was called their lot. In some areas, you were also allowed, sure you were also, you also were not allowed to vote unless you paid your lot of the scot. Huh. You paid your lot of the scot. This uh, is getting very oh. tongue twistery. Those who didn't pay, such as poor uh, or those wealthy individuals that got that could get out of it were then scot free. All right, so there you go. So the case of the Dred Scott. Well, what's the what's the fake one? Are they gonna nah, tell me? Let's not do the fake one. Well, here it is. It's, it says it. So the Dred Scott Sanford case uh, has since given rise to the false. Oh Jesus! Etymology. Yeah. That it had something to do with this Supreme Court ruling on whether Dred Scott and his family should be set free or not. For those not familiar, Dred Scott was a slave born in Virginia somewhere between 1795 and 1799 who ultimately played a large role in accelerating the start of the U.S. Civil War mm. and indirectly helped popularize the Republican Party. Jesus Christ, there's so many paragraphs. Uh, well, I, you know, we've started down the road, right? Scott originally was owned by Peter blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is how I read. Blah, 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 blah. We're slaves. I feel like I've seen outlaw. that movie. As such... At around 47 to 51 years old, even though he was at the time living in a non-free territory, he petitioned for his freedom on the grounds that when he was in those free territories, he should then have been automatically free. So it sounds like mm. he should have been scot-free, blah, blah, blah. Right, 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 right. You know what? Let's put it this way. I'm glad I shared it. I'm like, no, that's what it means. Everyone knows Good. you fucking did it. Whatever. We're All the point we're... is, it's not. It's you're free of tax. Yeah. We're, we're going to go to bed smarter tonight. We're going to bed together? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a classy Airbnb we got here. Yeah, so you and I went to lunch after that event that I That's was right. talking about. Yeah, the TD event. I I found out that morning that I was best friends with a millionaire that I had ended mm -hmm. a relationship. Um, you know, and the world was my oyster. That's right. And then what did we do? We went to uh, Jack Astor's. We met up for lunch to talk a little bit about travel prep. Yep. We went to Jack Astor's where the server tried to kill me. Yep. That's right. With the bread. Yeah. Of, of, de of doom with butter That's all right. over it. That's right. If you've been to Jack Astor's, they have like a garlic and cheese loaf. But she did the she did right by us. So what they yeah. only do is they pour, they normally have this like little skillet. They fill it with fucking the, like this, this big bread loaf, cover it in cheese, and then pour garlic butter all over it. So you're just pulling bread out of this greasy, it's almost like there's like a French onion soup of <laughs> butter grease underneath the bread. In this case, she actually put the butter on the side. So we were able to just that have proper nice. human bread and then dip it a little bit in garlic butter as we saw fit. Right, giving us choice, allowing us to be the masters of our own destiny. Correct. 
But uh, but then I had like, dude, what was the burger? We both had the same burger for lunch. Uh, it was the barbecue burger, the, the bar- holy, yeah, holy smoke barbecue burger. Yeah, there we go. Cool. So we both had barbecue burgers, but I was already like, I don't want to eat too too much. But then we had this bread, and we had the fucking barbecue burgers, and I go, well, what side should I get? She's like, well, we got fries, you know, the usual shit. And I go, well, what do you recommend? She was cool. She had a good personality. Mm-hmm. She was very nice. But at the end of the day, uh. I was just like, what do you what do you suggest? I was so tired, dude. I've been up so early. I know you've been up early. So I was just like, you know what? Just what what do you suggest? So she of course suggests all the upgrades. She's like, you should do the <laughs> the smoke burger with the blah blah blue, and then you should get poutine on the side. I'm like, fuck it, do it. Yeah, it was really good poutine. That was good. It was a super good poutine. They basically looked like they'd put it in a square pan. Yeah, they do that. They make it sort of like they st- instead of stacking it like you would. They, I think what they do is they have this like metal square thing that they they kind of stuff it into yeah and then they just once it's all sort of set and like the cheese kind of has a chance to sort of settle a bit they pull off that square metal square and then you have this like squared off mile high poutine right yeah there. it comes That's like cool. a square pile i mean it's it's a nice presentation then yeah. they just mush the shit out of it all over the plate yeah it was a good meal i was full we drank too oh yeah we did we had a couple of beers yeah i got sure. like i was gonna say i got a little could have been one of the reasons why i was so fucking tired <laughs> and full afterwards i got one of those little sampler you know, glass bottles. Yeah, they've got like four different local beers, all of which I've tried before. So I wasn't even sampling. I was just not committing to a single beer. It was a good time. We had a good lunch. Mm-hmm. We shot the shit about how the trip was going to go. Basically, did a little bit of last minute planning about how we were going to get together. That's right. And fucking kick this motherfucker off Thursday. Or sorry, just for the record, I just wanted to say I had a really good time. Actually, uh, Wednesday night, uh, Jason and Noreen were having a, a little date night. I came home at a reasonable time for a fucking change. And we sat and we played some uh, some card games and board games. We had a great time. Yeah. Magic. Awesome. Magic. Not magic. No, that was a different game. No, I'm that's sure. a different game. I would yeah. never play that. Yeah. Um, Thursday. That was last day, buddy. That was prep day. That, that was, was. That was tomorrow. We're kicking off this fucking trip day. You know what I did? I did. I drove Uber. Yeah. Uh, and I got a buddy who was uh, who's in need of some electrical services. So I helped him do a little bit of wire. Yeah, it's electrical services. I, you know, I, it's his kink. I hook his nuts up to a car battery. <laughs> just spark, spark, spark. It helps him feel alive. He yes. Was, he's, he's been at a... He was getting divorced, so yeah, I, had to, yeah. I had to shock his balls back into existence. No, just to remind him he wasn't in yeah. charge of life anymore. It was a short little thing, and then I spent the afternoon very slowly packing, cleaning up and packing, and just trying to do all the last-minute anxiety prep for yeah. all the shit we had to bring. Kind of like this podcast equipment, Kinda. you know? But we had a good night. I uh, I picked you up. took me forever to get to your house. And yeah. as a matter of fact, you had a show I did. last night. I did have that. I had a show. Uh, I wasn't going to do it. Uh, but, uh, well, one of my good friends, Peter, um, who's a, uh, up and coming, he's like, you know, a high school friend of mine who's wants, who's been wanting to do comedy and he knows a number of comics. He decided he's going to show, throw on his own show. Uh, it was pretty cool. And then he obviously invited me and a number of good comics were on that night. Uh, and so we, uh, we decided, Hey, I'm going to go do that show. Uh, it just happened to be that it was like the night before we were leaving. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to have to like go there and then immediately come over to, uh, to the house and then go to sleep and then, uh, you know, wake up the next morning to go to the airport. So yeah, it was, well, it was, that was tight dude, schedule that was all the way up until that point. It was super tight schedule. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's not been any less tight since we fucking <clears throat> no. started. Cause basically, yeah. Like I, I couldn't have done that the night before. I, there's no way I could have gotten to a show. I'm like, I got to, I was going to go to the show with you. And yeah. then I'm like, I just have to go home and finish packing. Cause yeah. I need to everything systems check how early tomorrow's going to be. And of course the same thing. So, so you came in, you went to sleep. We actually hung out for a little bit. I showed you all the fucking lame ass video games I've been playing. 
That's right. Oh, because I was I didn't realize what a rough fucking week was coming up. And I'm like, I could stay up to one. We had a few beers. Pass the fuck out. Yeah. And uh, so just so everyone knows, uh, Mikey lives on the uh, the Quebec side. So just in terms of us getting to the airport early in the morning, it made more sense for uh, for him to crash. Yep. So that's what we did. Had a fucking little prep, had some beers, had some sleep, and then boom, kick off of the flight early in the morning. We got early to the airport rise. like, what, 7.30? Yeah, we got up there at 7.30. And obviously, <clears throat> the big uh, question was security, right? So yeah. uh, we, you know, you never want to leave to get to an airport to the point where it's like that rush hour of the airport where you've, you've got mass loads of people all trying to get in and you know, your flights at like nine. And that's the thing I always learned. I've done enough traveling to know this. I've, I, if your flights at, if it says it departs at nine, it means they're boarding at eight thirty, if not eight twenty, Uh, and you want to be there at the gate way ahead. I prefer to have myself some leeway time. So yeah, we got there fairly <clears throat> early enough. Uh, and thankfully my worry obviously was that you had all this electronic equipment that you're going to have to get through security with Yeah, and, that's and having to unload out. and reload and unload and reload. And that's a lot of work. Um, and so obviously they, they obviously want to make sure that it's not a bomb. Uh, we can say that now we couldn't say that at the airport. Uh, I said explosive. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. The E word, sir. E word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was my that was <sighs> part of my big thing is when we got to the fucking air, like all what 10, 10 days, I called it pack practice packing. All that time before the fucking flight, uh, I just kept going like, oh my I was stressing out, guys, because I'm like, I have so much electronics. <clears throat> And you have to keep in mind too that that you know I, I can't come over here and do shows and effectively work. So that's this, right. That's a concern. Yeah, all yeah. this equipment looks like I'm coming here to work. Like, what are you doing with all these microphones and recorders? And I have a bunch of other shit too. Like, yeah. I have my my little stand up recorder and stuff. So uh, tons of cords, cables, accessories, all this shit. It looks like I'm coming over here to do some fucking work. So I was worried that that was going to hold us up. And of course, too, in my preparation, I kept mixing up in my head uh, customs and security. That's right. Thinking that they were kind of one and the same. Not yes and no. In my head, I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I kept saying, I'm not going to be able to clear customs. I'm not going to be able to clear customs. And, and you know, Jason would say, hey, well, no, you don't clear customs until you, you go here or there. And I'm like, well, no, they're not going to let me in the plane. So in my head, I kept thinking customs was security. Right. Right. I know what customs does, but I just kept messing it up in my head. So when somebody would tell me where customs was, I would think, oh, okay. And then I'm like, no, it's going to happen here because security was what was worrying me, was having to open up all my bags. And after meticulously packing cords, microphones, yeah. accessories, plugs, chargers, electronics, to have to pull them all out at the airport. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I was maximizing the space. I put clothes in with all of this stuff, like right. socks and underwear and stuff. So after, I was worried that I was gonna have to pull everything out of my, my bag and then put everything back in at the security line. Luckily, all they ever asked me to take out was my laptop and my iPad. That's right. They, they, and that's what we were told. We did like anything above a phone. Cell phone. Yeah. Cell phone size. They're, they're concerned about it. And I don't blame them. They, for them, it's like, uh, like security, all they're concerned about is making sure you don't have a bomb on the plane and that you have electronics that are not going to blow up. That's all yeah. they give a shit about. Um, and yeah, you're right. So so we obviously were leaving from the Ottawa airport. Yep, um, headed to Toronto. And that was fine. Heading to Toronto, yeah. We got we got through security yeah, no particularly problem. easily. It was kind of like shoes off because I, I have these sneakers that are steel-toed. I don't know why I chose to fucking wear them. <laughs> they're heavy. I thought, you know what I honestly <clears> thought? Like, you know how people strap like weights around their ankles and yeah. it like helps make them? Yeah. A, it's like you lose more weight because you're, playing with resistance right you know I, I don't know why i haven't been working out i'm like eh, if i wear the heavy shoes and we're walking everywhere i'm gonna get more exercise 
I'm t- there's also plates in them and I'm going through the airport a bunch of times. Yeah. So anyways, I took my shoes off, pulled my laptop out, my thing. Everything went great. And I'm like, easy peasy. Yeah. I felt I felt a ton of anxiety and frustration, you know, just worry, leave me. But I'm like, you know what? We still haven't Got gone through customs. customs yet. You know, there's many people ask me, what the fuck are you doing? Why is this equipment all here? You never know. But we were convinced, both of us, I think it's fair to say, we were convinced that we were done with security. We were now behind security yeah. and we weren't going to have to go through security again. Yeah. Well, we got to Toronto <sighs> and uh, we, we, you know, we had a big layover in yeah. Toronto. Yeah. It was like, a, like I think we were there like for like four and a half, and half hours. hours. Yeah. 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 So big layover in Toronto, but we, we did the smart thing before we started just relaxing and doing nothing. We're like, let's get through fucking... Customs. Let's get through customs. So let's go to the other side and then we'll figure it out on the other side. So when we get up to the customs line, I get fucking, I I get a random security check. Mm -hmm. Lucky. Always. So we have to go through, uh, (laughs) I have to get pulled over and I pull all my shit out again. Right, it's nice and easy. Pull all my shit out again, get swabbed. I think I got swabbed. You did get swabbed in Ottawa. I got swabbed in Ottawa too. Yeah. And then I got swabbed again because of all of this. I think they were just trying to make sure that there was no bomb residue. Which didn't make any fucking sense to me because who who blows up a bomb in their fucking travel bag and then puts another one in afterwards? Residue from a previous bomb. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. They they know what they're doing there. Um I get I get randomly picked. And you know why? Because I made eye contact with the security guy. Ah, maybe he could just maybe he just t- could tell my face that I was just anxious. And he's like, oh fuck this motherfucker. Should have winked. But it was like a half second. We're just walking up. I look at him. You go, you over here. I'm like, wow, that was quick. That was really, really quick. Like that was yeah. quicker than when you're looking at a chick's boobs. She sees and you look away instantly. Ooh, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. guy was with quick eye contact. He was thing. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why that's a metaphor I chose to use. No. It was quick. Um, pulls me over. Same thing. And he's checking. He's checking everything. He's being really nice. I told him I, I don't fly very often, so I'm trying to. He's like, okay, well, no worries. And I said, he goes, yeah, well, we just have to do this. It's the reason you want to take out the iPad and uh, the thing is, you know, just to make sure that it's like that it's not an explosive. And he goes, no, whoa, 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 hey, even you might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say the E word. Don't say the E word. I go, okay, I can't even say it. I'm like, I wasn't saying this is an explosive. You were saying something and I, you know, trying to elude, elude to it. I thought I was helping you finish a sentence. Yeah. And I go, no, you can't say it. I'm like, well, life's going to be really hard if there's words you can't use. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if it's the words that describe things of of importance. That's the weird part. That's like there's there's certain words that are offensive that you can't say uh. in any given you know or in certain scenarios. But this word's not an offensive word. It's just a word, but it's said in in a context of like you know. It's also the same re- the same reason why there's laws out there that you can't yell out in a theater fire. Right there's there's the, there's that whole thing if you yell fire. In oh, the I theater, didn't know. That's yeah, weird. and it causes. Should a, we look um, this up and spend five minutes on it? No, we should. <laughs> But I'm very confident about it. So yeah. Oh, you and yeah. your fucking confidence. That's going to come up this week. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk okay. About so that. let's let's get to that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to talk about the security thing real quick. This guy yeah. was good. I get through. We're in security. He starts. Uh, we got to go through another security line of customs. Yeah. So go through security a third time, pulling all my shit out or whatever. Um, I can't remember. There was a fourth time where it I got was stuck, a time stuck time. Too. And I don't fucking remember what it was. But all I know is that I'm pulling all my shit out. I'm putting it all in different buckets. They keep asking me to take more stuff out. And here's the thing. Thank God Mike was there. Because every time they asked me to put something through, like all my shit is on the other side of the conveyor belt now with a bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah. I hate to I'm do that. All, I'm, I'm all by myself. Like if I was all by myself, I would have so much stuff. Like my laptops, my shoes, everything has all gone through to the other side. Yeah. Along with other people's stuff. I don't I, I don't know a really good way to describe it. You're, there's kind of like four stations and there's a, there's a tray 
like a conveyor belt underneath with trays in it. You're supposed to grab a tray, put your shit in, and then it yeah. just keeps going down the line. And we went through, so we went through the the, the Express one too in Toronto because yeah. I have. So to give you a heads up, I have I have a Nexus Pass, which for me, for me, um, is very useful uh, when I was traveling a lot because I. I I hate, I'm always a carry on kind of person. I always like going through security and I'll get the Nexus pass. Cause it's like a, it's like a fast pass at Disneyland to get through the airport. It's awesome. And yeah. it's worth the effort to go get one and get through the security check and everything to get it done. Uh, and if you're traveling enough in, in uh, like I was back, you know, a while back, I was traveling back and forth the U S all the time or even crossing the border. It's just, it's just way better. Yeah. And so you, you got to experience that when we got into Toronto, cause we went through that first initial, uh, security check where where we where uh, Josh dropped the e bomb and then after that it's it, not a bomb. Yeah, well, yeah, I dropped the eb. Yeah, eb. And now <laughs> you're right. How funny uh, was that? Yeah, yeah. Right? I said the other word that we shouldn't say. Uh, and then so and then I had my nexus. So they both directed us since we were together to just go through that priority lane, and we ended up like skipping a massive. Lineup. We did save time there. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only well, like I said, wrong time to skip time. These but. weird fucking conveyor belt things. with yeah. Boxes. So I can't. Like I said, you just put like the first. Like, if you have a few bags. And you're pulling out laptops and stuff. I put my first bit of stuff in it and it fucks off with it. Mm-hmm. And there's more people beside me doing the same thing. So that, but it's all going on one conveyor belt through the machine. That's right. So it all comes out on the other end, but I had to walk through the the thing, right? I don't know what, did you have to walk through it too? No, I didn't. Ha- so I walked through, I didn't have to walk through the scanner machine. I thought oh, the scanner machine the was, scanner, yeah. yeah. And I think that was, yeah. And, and so I, they made, they just made me go through it. I didn't, I went through the the metal detector. It was fine. Yeah, and but I, I forgot I had my Apple Watch on, and that's right, what it was. So right. they're they're why are you beeping? I got my long sleeve hoodie on, and, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, on, fuck sakes. Yeah. So I'm getting scanned and all this time. I'm pulling shit off different times and yeah. the new new buckets that are going through machine on the other side. And I'm like, I have my ear, my AirPods, my yeah. watch, my laptop. And all the stuff you had in your Grab pockets. my shit at any point. And, and that's fuck off. and that's what gets me is is here we are at the end of a line. And there's security guys not looking. They don't give a shit. They're, they're focused on people coming in and out. And all they're focused on is piling up these bins. And I know I, I myself had to use three, four bins just to fit all my stuff. I had my yeah. two bags, uh, which each took up a bin. I had uh, to take out all the liquids and put it separate so that they had to scan that, I guess, or inspect that. And then, and then I had my laptop, my iPad, and my phone. And then, yeah, and any, any of the contents in my pocket. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, like that kind of adds up after a while. And so all these three bins, and Josh had him. I mean, he had like I'd say at least five, sale six out of me. bins. And of course, they <laughs> stop him at the at the at the security checkpoint, and all these bins are going through, piling up at the end. Yeah, nothing's to stop anybody from grabbing anything from those bins and just walking the fuck away, right? Like yep. you're in the airport. All they want to know is is it safe going through the machine? They're yeah. not watching who's they're not watching whose whose stuff is going where. If the say it's just if the stuff is not a uh, an explosive, they they'll just they don't give a shit. Yeah. So I finally decided. Luckily, Mike was there gathering yeah. the shit up yeah. to me. Thank Christ. Um, and there was a really, a really nice uh, security guy on the other end. He's like, "So what are you guys doing?" Like, I, I said, "I'm sorry, I'm in a, I'm taking up so much of your time." And this thing's like, "No, no." They all kept saying the same thing. Oh, I'm paid by the hour. Like it was them who would be an inconvenience. I'm more of like, "Sorry, I'm holding up the line of other people getting the fuck out of your hair because the more shit I have to put back on or put away and this and that, the more the bins back up." That's right. You know, so. Anyways, they were they were nice, but one kid was like, "What do you guys do?" We're like, "Oh, we're comedians." We're this and he, said, "Oh my god!" And I I gave him a podcast card out of the, my, you know, yeah, out of your bag. suitcase because I was putting everything back in. It. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. So no, he's a good uh, good dude. I hope uh, I hope you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, man. I hope so. I, I was really appreciate you being cool and making the whole experience a lot better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 
it was uh it wasn't too bad of course now mikey had helped gather some stuff up and i'm i'm coming up behind him yeah. but i get halfway th- uh down the hallway and i i realize in my pocket i don't have my earpod or airpods yeah we, then, we, so i went through my customs like so we went through customs at nexus yeah i get to go through i say i say i get to go through and pass and just i don't really have to do anything i just have to fill in the machine and get through and then put my fingerprints in and then boom i'm right to the one guy that's watching and he just says what are you doing here i'm like ah pleasure done See you yeah. later. Uh, you had to go through the, I guess the the pleb line. Yep, and um, I got the random security check. Of course, that was, that the, was the other. One. That was that the fourth. Was the fourth one. One. It was then. Yeah, they were they were they're pulling you off the side to ask you, and uh, <laughs> just and, lucky. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, I'm waiting on the outside, thinking, okay, you know, and all that time, I like I even told him like when we were packing up all this stuff in the in the massive fury of packing up all this junk, uh, I grabbed uh, his AirPods and put them in my pocket and say, I got your AirPods. You know, they're gonna you know carry yeah. them. And I didn't. I didn't, didn't hear because I was focused on trying yeah, to get all my shit I, back in my yeah. Yeah, so I, I get through customs at this point. Oh, no, you're not even at customs. You're not even through. You're in lineup, and you're texting me, do you have yeah. your AirPods? Because yeah. you didn't know if you had to go, to back, go back to security. To, security, to try to find in a bin a tiny yeah, yeah. little one-by-one-inch yeah. fucking Thankfully, yeah. I had them, so it's good. Oh, yeah, and I was panicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I do. I mm-hmm. panic. But uh, anyways, so yeah, managed to get through all of that. All said and done, uh, we got to the other side, sat down. What a good de- little decompress. We're through... Through security at that point. Yep. And then we what? We had a fucking Wahlburger. We went to Wahlburger. That's which is, the... Uh, yeah, that's like uh, the ugly Wahlberg brothers thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's his thing. Yeah, there's Donnie, there's Mark, and then... then if you don't know that they have like a an on-the-spectrum brother... He's not on the spectrum. I don't he looks know. Like he, he's just, on the spectrum. he just... He looks unfortunate. So you basically have like your Donnie Wahlberg, who was in New Kids in the Block. Yeah. He comes around, he's like, what's up, other Wahlbergs, mm. or whatever. That's how I think... Yeah, yeah. That's how that's I how think he talk. acts. Hey, yo, dude, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, and then, uh, and then uh, they got the little the littler one. You got, you got Marky comes up. Marky, Marky. goes, I'm going to be Marky Mark. Yeah. And my bunch is funky. How you doing? I got some Calvin Klein's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's just sort of like, hey, I can do this too. Come on, man. Um, and then you have the other brother, right? So so Marky Mark slowly starts to overshadow Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Donnie was the shit. And I remember when Marky Mark was around, he was like the, Marky Mark was like the Emilio Estevez he to was. the Charlie Sheen, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, it's kind of like, oh, he's got this brother who's kind of related to the family too. But then Marky Mark, what happens? He starts, he, he pulls ahead like a motherfucker. Just keeps getting actor. more and more and more yeah. prominent. Yeah. You're like, Jesus Christ. So, you and know. Then we, and then there's, and then they have a brother who's like, I'm going to make it too. What are you making over there? Burgers. Done. And they're like, okay. <laughs> okay. Here's some money. And when are you uh, going to be an actor? <laughs> do you want to do burger commercials? Which, I wonder is what that... his name is. Probably something like uh, Jeff. S- Steve Wahlberg. Steve Steve Wahlberg. Steve is like, to me, the fucking... Steve is like the mechanic, the fucking <gasps> greaser. The that, that is just yeah. the ultimate... I'm sorry. I have an uncle named Steve. Yeah. But it's just like the... And trust me, he fits the description. <laughs> it's just mm. that, that ultimate, like, duh guy is Steve. And anyway, so yeah, we had a burger uh, and a burger. Hey, I'm only. trying to stick with the Steve thing here. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, we had we had burgers. Yeah. Completely underwhelming. Yeah, and and I love how they don't include sides. So I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, they're like, what's the side? They're like, well, you can have salad or, or fries extra. And I'm like, I, I don't fucking yeah, pay for 12, salad. Twelve dollar bagel. Yeah, which is funny because you totally yeah. paid for a salad at the Jackasters. I had a mountain of 
goddamn poutine. I didn't pay for salad that you day. Did. Well, you did. Sure, that you picked it as a side. That means you paid. Oh for no, it, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, if if it's if it's included as a side, and I've had the choice between oh. fries and a salad, I'm gonna pick a salad. You have caveats. Yeah, caveats. Um, and then uh, yeah, but otherwise, this place is like, oh, you can have just the burger, and you don't get the side included, mm-hmm. and you're actually gonna have to deliberately select from the menu a salad i'm like go fuck yourself no this should be this should be included right i'm making a healthy choice here not with your burgers but with everything else no forget it right yeah it's stupid Uh, i said it it was like let's put it this way we finally get on the plane yeah okay uh we wait we wait because someone someone has not uh oh right someone has someone is running late someone i don't know who this someone is but they're running late, so we're gonna patiently wait for them. So we wait. I, I, realist, okay. Realistically, time is very hard, especially when you're frustrated to, to estimate clearly. Mm-hmm. But what would you say? 15, 20 minutes. Realistically, we wait for this. I think person? it was longer than that. I think it was half an hour. Really, we waited yeah. half an hour. Half we were an on hour. the tarmac for a long time. Yeah. Like not. In, we're still at the boarding gate for a long time, and I felt like forever. Like we, I, I know at least I had I had to uh, be able to watch at least one episode of uh, Glow. Okay. Because I re- like I don't know how long it was. All I know is, yeah. now are you talking about the whole wait process? Yeah, from the okay. time when we boarded. I, I was referring to when to, they told us like what yeah, we yeah, were yeah, doing. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to wait for this person. And then I felt like it was like 15 or 20 minutes later, they say, well, this person, that doesn't, it, I don't, I, 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 is this a fair statement? Have yeah. you been more airports than me? Yeah. Is there any airport that would take, <sighs> that would take longer than 20 minutes to go from one side to the other? Yeah, Absolutely. Really, it would take oh, yeah, longer yeah. than twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. If you if you go to Chicago O'Hare and you you need to be at a so I remember once I, I was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna be at O'Hare and I'm gonna walk from one end of the airport to the other and I did it and I go to the airport and I walk and I walk all the way to the other end and I'm like oh wicked I made the whole airport. When people talk about this airport being so big, and then finally when I get to the other end I get to the boarding and I look and I depart and I look and I'm like that was one wing of the airport and it took you 20 minutes it took me at least 20 25 minutes to get that one wing and there are were you meandering or are you, you fucking no no i was i was walking a good pace okay so and then it's not completely real. i i just thought with the airports that i've seen i've only seen like five yeah. of them that i'm like a lot of them are big but i'm like to yeah. 20 minutes but that was the delta wing right i think um, it was delta and there's another one there's like other airport uh, carriers that have there. So if you were like doing like a transfer, you're going from like United to whatever. I don't know. It happens. I mean, you, you, there's times in air, like Air Canada will will uh, offset offset to uh, offload to United, and so you'll be going into the Air Canada International Airport, and, and then you'll be having to take a local United. That means going out of the airport into a shuttle. Really taking a shuttle that takes at least 10, 15 minutes to get to the other side. And once you're at the other side, then you get back through security. Oh, right. right, and then from there you got to run over to the okay, gate. Okay, so it's not so it's just it's end. not just running through a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, I that figured twenty minutes was at least okay in the Toronto airport. Twenty minutes you can get. Yeah, t- Toronto's well. So, I mean, for I hate Pearson as an airport in general, but at least Toronto uh, they've done a lot better since the last. Like, yeah, the, the, when I first but you can get flying. from one end to the other in twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're sitting there for twenty minutes waiting for these people to get on the fucking plane, and they never do. Hmm. Okay, so we're already like we're already kind of a little late setting up. But at least they communicate with us. We're waiting for people. Okay. They're coming. They're on their way. They're coming. Okay. Well, 15, 20 minutes later, they say, okay, unfortunately, you know what? The, the thing is, we've decided we're going to take off without these people. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, their bags have already been loaded onto the uh, plane. So right. we're going to have to wait while we unload the bags and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, okay, this, so these people must have checked in at this airport if their bags are on the fucking plane. Right. 
Okay. Alternatively, like how did their bags get here, but they didn't. And with an extra 20 minutes. Anyways, I don't know. Airport whatever. operations. That's, yeah, that's, I don't I don't either. But it just, it just seemed odd to me. If you've been in the airport, you've checked your bags and you still haven't got to the plane. What are you doing? What the fuck? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Get in the drunk. air, I watched two movies. I watched Incredibles 2, Thumbs Down. And I watched Rampage with The Rock and Giant Monkey Animals. Right. Thumbs Down. Thumbs Down for both. Waste my time. Yeah. Um, terrifying Which, Flight. Super. Fu- I, I I don't fly well because it's the loss of control <laughs> thing. You guys already know I'm insane, so I didn't fly well. Uh, well, I flew okay, but yeah, I was nervous. You're okay. I was nervous. We hit turbulence. And you turbulence yeah. scared the shit out of me. Yeah, and and I'll tell you what, I've had worse turbulence than that. It was. I forgot that, about the turbulence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we like even the the pilot after the fact told us that he had gone. Uh, at a much higher altitude than he normally would, uh, and that's because you get you get to hit the the airstream or the slipstream, and then that makes it like you end up way smoother air up there. Yeah. Um. And so that's probably and it, but it's from what he said, it slowed us down. So we just and we ended up landing late. Yeah. Way later. I think we were an hour later than what we would have normally been landed at. I don't know what Mark's Mark's messaging me here. Okay. He goes, man, I'm an idiot. I was booked on that show yesterday, lol, and showed up. I don't know. Mark oh, Mark. that was that was supposed to be. He said yesterday, it was supposed to be tonight. Oh, whatever. Sorry, okay, side note, guys. A, a buddy of mine. I'll, uh, a real we'll quick thing. That. Yeah. Real quick thing. Yeah. A friend of mine looks like he was on a show with Krista Allen. Krista Allen is one of the most gorgeous women in the entire world, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I've had a crush on her since Married with Children days. Um, if you don't know who Krista 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 Allen is, uh, she has been in a lot of things. Um, but she was the, uh, for a lot of people would know her most as the woman with big boobs in the Jim Carrey movie, liar, liar, when he walks in and he talks to her, but, uh, but she's been in a ton of things, yeah. scary movies, uh, all sorts of other things. She was in, uh, anger management. She played one of the two lesbians, her in January Jones, I believe. Okay, January Jones. Yeah. Yeah. So two amazing. Anyways, cool. I, I love Chris Allen. She is apparently a comic now, uh, oh. here in Los Angeles doing stand up comedy. She was at a show. She was going to be on a show this evening. I think they got the date wrong in the poster. That's what I'm, I'm gathering from what Mark said. So yeah. I thought, I'm like, oh, that show was last night. I missed it. Anyways, we were debating, do we sit down and do this podcast now? Or do I go <laughs> tell one of my lifelong crushes that I love her? Dude, how much would it suck if she was garbage at comedy and I had to pretend and pander to her? Because I, I couldn't help myself but you pander. Wouldn't. But pander and be like, oh do? my God, you were great. You just tell her after you sleep with her. I, didn't, I can't sleep with her. Uh-huh. I couldn't. No, you couldn't, eh? I think she's got kids and she's, yeah. Like that's the only thing stopping me. She's got kids. Yeah, she's got you know, kids. I mean, if she didn't have a boyfriend, I'm yeah. a catch. <laughs> I, no, I just, I, I just would love to have met her and been like, mm. oh my God, do you have any idea how many times I have donated a few ounces of my protein? But Ellie's weird like cause? that. Yeah, we're going to get around to that. We, we've been meeting some interesting people. Oh yeah, <clears> we'll, we'll get there. Amazing, yeah. We're, I do want to say this. Um, while we were in the air, we had angels of flight attendants. Yeah, they were awesome. They were fucking awesome. And every time they would come and bring us something, I was like, well, not every time. The first yeah. time I asked, I said, hey, can I, can I, t- I, the machine that I paid for my drinks and they didn't give me the option to tip you. And they said, we don't, ex- we can't accept tips. I go, well, you can't accept tips? Why not? This is food service or whatever. They're like, oh my God, you're so nice. I'm like, what do you mean I'm so nice? I'm, I can't be the only person that's like, yeah, other people don't. I go, are you kidding me? They're like, no, we're not allowed to take tips. I go, even if I insist, they go, no, we're not allowed that's very sweet and be very kind. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I'm like, if you're like, no, nah, we don't take tips. I'm like, okay. Like, but, but to the fact that they seemed so surprised 
that nobody ever even tries to tip them. No one thinks that. Blows my mind. Yeah. Because it's food. When is the, every other context where someone's bringing you food. You know what it is? I think it's, it's people feel entitled because they spent a lot of money on their ticket. And they also. How much money you spend for a fucking Sens ticket or a basketball yeah, or a baseball exactly. ticket and you still expect it to yeah. tip and stuff like that in the restaurants there. But yeah, people are flying, they're nervous. They spent a lot of money to travel and then they go ahead and look at the menu and they're not serving anything. And so they're like, you got to buy from, if you want, like a drink, an alcoholic drink. Like we, we actually bought stuff from their, from their little menu. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the, the cookies and uh, coffee. That it was we, so good. Yeah, those are good. Uh, we actually bought stuff to eat, which is, it's great. It is what it was. Um, but yeah, I guess they look at those prices and they're like, "Fuck, I'm not tipping on this shit. I spent this much for the well, ticket. This should be included." I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm echoing what I think a lot of people. hundred percent. I'm just. Right? Surprised. I don't believe I'm that. So but, surprised because at the end of the day, they're still giving it to you, and they're doing it in a way that, at the same time, not only they're doing that, they're also making sure you're safe. They're also making sure you know where the exits are, and in the yeah. event of an emergency, they can get you executed, you know, out of the air, airplane as fast as possible. Dude, and, like pizza joints now. Pizza joints, you walk and say, I'll have a slice. And yeah. if you pay with debit or credit, there's that, that little fucking coffee shop. Uber. You get a tip with Uber now. That I get because tipping cabs has always been a thing. But I'm yeah. saying what's seemingly new is like yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. idea with the like tips. Yeah. Now, this is a, this is a, this could be very, you know what? Fuck it. This one I might actually have to Google as well. But, okay. but, uh, let's see origin of tips. Oh, there's right? a great video that talks about tipping and how it's related to slavery. Really? Yeah, I, I saw that uh, on the, the social media boxes, and uh, yeah, they describe how tipping it allows someone to have a low wage, uh, and and you know, it, on its surface, it talks about oh yeah, you know, you're you're rewarded based on your your ability to work well and, and perform a service properly, right? It's like you know, reward based based on the work you do, but um, typically. Uh, people of color who are, you know, former slaves at the time, I think it was a system. Uh, it's correlating that to that. And it's, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole discussion over how tipping is kind of racist in some way. Well, oh, okay. So here you go. They have it. They have yeah. it proper. Okay. So this actually is not using English properly. This is what I was going to say. I heard, I heard the tips stand is an acronym for to ensure prompt proper service. I don't. Is or that prompt. true? Well, here's the way it, it's, you don't insure. Right, yeah. because an insurance is you uh, pay it in advance. Right, ensure, ensure, yeah. yeah. So it yeah. should be tips, like the little drinks that my my grandfather drinks. Right. So here's here's what I got for the origin of the word tip, as in leaving a tip. It says you may have heard. Is this the same place as before? Today I found out. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, start yeah, using this fucking yeah. website a little bit. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, you may have heard the few hundred year old definition of tip as referring to gratuity comes to, from to ensure promptness is what it says here. Ah, okay. Uh, they now they say prompt service or proper service right. because of the s in the end, but or similar backronyms they call it. That's a new one for me. But this isn't correct. In fact, pretty much any time you've ever heard what a word, sir, ever heard of a word that originated before the 20th century coming from an acronym, you can almost certainly, uh, you can be almost certain that it isn't true. I've got my screen brightness turned way down. So yeah, uh, as linguist Davis Wilton said, the real origin of the word tip is a bit more obscure than that. In terms of the gratuity definition, it most likely comes from a popular form of speech among thieves, beggars, and hustlers called the thieves can't 
also sometimes called rogues cant, mm -hmm. which across in Great Britain several hundred years ago with the primary aim of keeping non-thieves and the like from being able to fully understand what the thieves were talking about. An example okay. of this kind of talk taken from the vulgar tongue is as follows. So is this the origin of the word I or think, yeah, the, the use of it? Yeah. I don't know. That's the question, right? Like, like you can talk about the word itself. Okay, yeah, tips comes from blah, blah, blah. The actual implement, like, think of it well, as a modern interpretation of the it, North American usage. It sounds like it's yeah. like, sla like slang or code. Because yeah. it says, it says uh, an example of this kind of talk taken from the vulgar tongue is as follows. I buzzed a bloke and a shakester of a reader and a skin. My jommer stalled. Oh, a I cross see. cove. I, yeah, I'm fucking lost as hell. A yeah. cross cove who had his regulars called out cop bung <laughs> so as a pig was marking i spieled to the crib right when i, I like it, it's crazy it says this translation i picked the pocket of a gentleman and a lady of a pocketbook and a purse so it just sounds like okay so it's slang so it says one such slang word in this thieves cant was tip meaning yeah. to give or to share <clears throat> right so the first documented usage of tip uh, this way dates back to 1610 at some point within the next century it's almost over mm -hmm. uh the sense of the word spread to being used by non-thieves as referring to money given as a bonus for services rendered. Yeah, that that weird uh, thief talk. I think we got a glimpse of that the last time when you ever watched. Um, I think it was Ocean's Twelve. Oh, really? Yeah, when Matt Damon tries to speak thief talk, and it yeah, good job. Uh, tries to speak thief talk, and uh, and then he f messes it up. Right? Do you remember that? There's like no. a scene in that. Okay. Yeah, there's a scene in when. Uh, whatever, I don't remember. Tell the story. I just yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember. So I think it's Brad Pitt, George Clooney are at a fence. Uh, a fence being someone who buys stolen stuff and then you know gives them reward for it and so forth. And uh, and then they're they're trying to talk to this guy and then they're using code language and Matt Damon tries to speak it and fucks it up and insults his mother or something to that effect. It's it's you know it's, it was it's like a comedic relief in some way but you're right the the the, the sp i think there was in especially in the uk there was a an actual um a thieves talk tongue? Yeah, yeah thieves tongue with 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 like uh, you know expressions that they'd use at that time that's pretty I'm sure, cool yeah well that's that's i mean just that's for the what sake of it trying to tip someone yeah. to 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 give like a little bonus just to give back I, I was bitching about the um the reason I brought up the tips and the, yeah. the definition of it was because now that uh, coffee shops, mm -hmm. well, maybe not as much coffee shops. The coffee shop thing bothers me. Right. Um, I uh, I don't like when I walk into a pizza place and I'm like, hey, I'll have a slice. They grab it, throw it in a thing, and I go to pay for it, and it's like tip. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Like I don't. I have zero problems tipping a delivery guy because he's a. Supposed to be he's prompt. going out of his way. He's, he's going, doing service. Yeah, yeah he's got to he's got to make it there. His efforts to get here faster and everything like that. But to to be tipping automatically on pickup, like I'm picking it up and I'm paying you for it. Yeah. If 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 you were serving, I don't know. I don't want to get on a fucking yeah, soapbox about it. I'm not going to lose my mind. But I just mean that I find it weird that everything now has a tip, and probably because I feel guilty as soon as I see that screen. There's no part of me that ever just fucking skips it. I'm yeah, giving I'm giving fifty cents on a two dollar cup of coffee because it's prompting me right there. I don't mind tipping occasionally if someone if I'm talking to a barista like let's say Starbucks yeah. and they suggest you know uh, a different kind of drink they have to explain four different things on the menu to me because I'm like what's in that what's in this you know what I mean if they take if, if it's extra effort then I that's for me again a gratuity on top of that that's right whatever 
I, you guys tell me if you're fucking pissed yeah. about all these places. Like, yeah, there, see I if we should be tipping uh, air flight attendants if it's worthwhile. I, you know, I think so because yeah. they, again, they're 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 stuck on their feet for like they are. that fucking thirty minute walk from that cart to go from one end of the plane to the other. And again, it's food, so yeah. you are cooking it. You, they're also doing the work for you. That's the part even that if, I, I even if they don't take it. Let's just say this: like, even if they don't take it as tips, uh, why not take that money and donate to charity or something, right? Sounds that odd. I don't know. Like I, I feel the reason probably why they don't accept tips is because they get a fair wage, a very good wage to do what they do. Do they? Yeah, they, the air flight attendants get paid very well for what. Well, they that's do. that's good then, and and good on them, I guess. But uh, and, I just appreciate the extra, like like I said, like, yeah, that you you pour pour a cup of coffee or grab a slice and throw it in the thing, and you go yeah. here you go. Where's my tip? I think that's a little much. These people are are pouring the drinks and they're they're getting you snacks. They're cooking yeah. your food. You know what I mean? I I don't know. It's I, I thought it was weird that they looked at me like I had three heads for trying to tip. Because every other, every other place is like looking. I guess my point is that every other place is looking for ways to get more tips out of you for, for less and less shit. Whereas the flight attendants, you try to tip and they're like, oh my God, that's so nice. So what happened? They gave us free... Uh, Twizzlers. They went and they found Coke. They rented a yeah, Coke, yeah, yeah, but yet yeah. they found extra Cokes for us because yeah, they liked they us. they somehow found it, yeah. And then they came and gave us a free bag of Twizzlers just for being Sweetie Pies and yeah. uh, and trying to, you know, I was like, is, it, is there somewhere where I can say thank you and, you know, give you guys five stars or something like that? And they're like, oh my God, that's so sweet. She came back. She's like, you just go on the thing. You do this. Yeah. Here's your you know, little free, free Twizzlers for us. So... There we they go. Awesome, little they, sweetie they, pies they and our, awesome. our, uh, our in-flight angels were giving us yeah. some little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a bonus. Yeah. Um, we got it to our airport. We found Uber. Yep. Relatively easy. Uh, this Uber guy. All right. I, I put a note in the, uh, did I put a note in here? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I did. I'll, we'll talk about that later. We took an Uber. Dude, dude was great. Yeah. Mikey and him had the, t- the same terrible taste in music. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> I'm just Come kidding. On. No, Mike and him were, it was great because. I got off the plane, dude. So tired. Yeah, you had you had your mental, had, you were mentally drained. Yeah, mentally drained from all the, the yeah. fucking security checks and wondering if I was going to get to this goddamn place <sighs> in one piece. But uh, I'm in the backseat of the Uber. I roll down the window and immediately the fucking air quality screwed me up. I remember my throat was getting sore. It'll hit you. Yeah, it's rough. Like like, and I, I know right away you were asking. You're like, oh, am I am I, am I getting sick because I just went through an airport and. And yeah, I, I had the, the same thing, here? and it's it's just that exactly. You yeah. want, you get here, and and you get the air quality hits you. It's smog, it's heat, it's humidity, and everything kind of all tied in together. It's just a dirty place, especially near yeah. the airport. Yeah, uh, it'll yeah, it'll really affect you. Well, we got to see all sorts of cool shit on the drive up from from the airport to yeah. our uh, Airbnb. It was easy peasy. the The guy was nice. Uh, the driver was really nice fella. Uh, what did we do? I'm I'm taking a look and see what we what we did here. Just my my notes because we had so much. Oh, we we stopped here very briefly. We had one key. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I put that in the talking points yeah, okay. just for something interesting. But um, we had one key that got us in. Yeah, so that was gonna be an issue because if we split up at all, we yeah. had no way We're in the fucking building. Yeah. Um, and also we had to find the car, our friend's car that we we're gonna do. That's so, right. So, so night one. <laughs> we finally get our Airbnb. We're like, all right, well, all let's, right, go, let's get go get this, find car. this car. And uh, so, yeah, this this is a, a friend of ours, uh, very happy, a friend of mine that I met last time I came here. Her name's Liz, uh, Liz Glazer. Big shout out to Liz Glazer, uh, a very, very funny comedian here in LA. Uh, and she um, she runs a, an open mic uh, at the Venador Cafe, is where I met her. And uh, through contacts from her, she'd post on her Facebook that she was uh, going back home to New York. 
uh, and that uh, where she was living, she needed to be able to move her car because she only has a permit, a street parking permit that allows her to have her car in one spot for 24 hours at a time. So, um, so I, uh, I messaged her. She asked if anyone would be willing to take her car while she was out of town. And so I messaged her. I said, Hey, listen, the, the dates kind of match up. I'm, you know, you're leaving the 17th. I get there the 19th. Uh, you know, I'm willing to uh, take care of your car. I have our Airbnb has parking. Um, and sure enough, yeah, exactly. And pretty much lined up perfectly. We're just like, yeah, we're going to have a car while we're here, which changed the game. That totally changed everything. Cause I was expecting to have to take Airbnb from West Hollywood anywhere. And, 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 you know, we would have been limited to West Hollywood effectively. Uh, cause you know, you don't want to be spending, uh, 30, $40 to go somewhere and back, uh, just to be able to get to Burbank or get to, uh, NoHo or whatever area we're going even Hermosa or so forth. So, uh, yeah, it just opened well, up. We couldn't that the big issue with yeah. it was that the very first night, once we dropped off our shit here, we're like, okay, problem yeah. one, we're going to need to get another key cut for this Airbnb. Right. And number two, we got to go get this car. Yeah. And so the, the challenge was, uh, Liz wanted to mail me the key and she was thinking of doing it like the night before doing like an overnight. She was going to leave on the 17th. And the guy at the FedEx was like, there's no way that's going to get through without getting stopped at customs. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. So, she, so I just told her, I said, hey, listen, find a spot to hide it. Uh, and I will, you know, I'll just like, if there's a place to hide the key, hide the key. And then I'll, I'll find it. And then I'll just get every car and we'll go from there. Well, because of all the delays and the assholes who uh, took their sweet ass time getting to the airport and all that stuff uh, to their flight, uh, we were delayed about an hour by the time we, we landed. And by the time we took a... Uh, an air uh an uber over to our airbnb and checked in uh and it was dark it was dark Fucking dark it was dark so we we got to the uh we got to the location where the uh where the car was we found the car because yep. i mean she described it well easy peasy uh it's just it was so dark and we had lights on our cell phones trying to figure out where this key was and we assumed where it was yeah it's like someone took a so here's the thing it was it was uh she sent the description to you the following day but here's That's where right. it was we're in the dark there's a bush yeah. along this fence yeah and she took a picture of a section of it yeah like at the at the ground level the only thing is this section was kind of indistinguishable from other sections yeah and we thought that it was to, like her original description was like it's like right at the front closer to the side yeah closer yeah. to the sidewalk so we were looking at the first 12 inches because even in the picture there was a little flower that looked identical blobby blue we we, we were searching around mikey's digging he's on his hands and knees <laughs> yeah it was uh, digging through the dirt underneath the bush, looking for where we, because we, we thought maybe she hid it underneath the, the, the leaves or whatever. Well, yeah. we there was a woman across the street walking her dog, looking at two guys just walk up the street, stop, <laughs> start digging under a hedge with flashlights and things like that. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, we we spent like sketchy. Yeah, we spent a good ten minutes yeah. there, and after a while, I'm like, I don't want these people. We're in Los Angeles. We might get the cops called. Yeah, I don't want someone calling the cops. Someone yeah. running out with a shot, going, "Get the fuck off!" Yeah, my. I don't yeah, know yeah. if they talk like that here. I think that's Alabama. No, but, <laughs> but but the idea is, it was it was sketchy as fuck, and we're just like, screw it. Yeah. Let's let's ditch it for tonight. We'll figure it out another time. So we uh, we ended up going to uh, the comedy store. That's right. As a matter of fact, no, we we went to Pinch's Tacos. Yeah, first things that first. Very so, first thing. So we, we were got, hungry. We got settled into our Airbnb, uh, took our uh, our showers and got ready. And uh, yeah, it started our, our first night. Um, and this is where I've been before. Uh, and I got a kind of a 
an understanding of where I was going from here. And I said, yeah, you know, the, 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 there's a taco place. If we're in, in California, we're in Southern California, you have to try tacos. That's what everyone tells us. So um, I tried this place called Pinch's Taco. It was recommended to me and it's on uh, Sunset. Yep. Um, at the Apparently the place that everyone goes to, I mean, automatically is a place called Pink Tacos. Um, and it's this you know, boutique place. It's, like, it's a nice location and they serve beer. But everyone I know, at least even people I met at the comedy store and asked, they said, yeah, don't go to Pink's. Pink's is where the tourists go. Mm-hmm. Pinch's is where you want to go. That's the place that has the best tacos. And so that's sure enough. That's where we went. Yep. Um, and so. Uh, Delicious. Yeah. We got, I'm going to see if I can, I think we got the carnitas. Yep. Uh, the uh, pollo mole. Pollo, yeah, pollo, pollo mole. mole. What was the third one that we got the first time? Uh, you got a different one and I got a different one. And I got the. Um, I mean, not, not that anyone knows what these words mean in Canada, but we got like chicken, pork, beef. Yeah. I got like a beef one. You got the beef. I got another Guys, pork I, one. I can't even tell you awesome. how good these ta- these tacos are. It's like it's like fresh, handmade, in house. Yeah, little to- not tortillas. Is it tortillas? Yeah, taco sh- taco shells. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're not tortillas. even like shells. They're just nice. They're just tortilla. these corn oh tortillas God. that are just phenomenal. Fucking handmade, delicious. Yeah. Then you get this amazing in-house made proper meats and everything. Best price, $3 each. The yeah. price is amazing. Yeah. Then they're like, well, these ones come with, uh, you know, fresh this vegetables and those sauces and this. I was like, oh, amazing. Throw it all in. Beans it was and great. rice yeah, as well. Yeah, and it comes with and beans and rice. And I yeah. fucking love it. It's yeah. it's and it's it's just delicious Mexican Coke. Mexican, I-O. yeah. So we just I went straight for the. It was, yeah, you you got to do it. You got to yeah. get that mix that that big glass bottle that they have, and yeah, it's just the whole part of the package. They used to call them, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know if I'm just I'm, I'm I just think it's the right maybe they're not the right size, but uh, they used to call them knee highs. And yeah. Way back in the days, I would put on a knee high soda because it's like tall, right? It's like a foot and a half tall. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, makes sense. So it's like that knee high soda. So huh. that's it was kind of cool. Like you don't see those big glass bottles in, in no. Canada anymore. So they brought back the tiny little retro the little ones, ones, like yeah. it's impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. So yeah, we had our, our meal. We wander over to the comedy store. Yeah, immediately, uh, some of the doormen recognized Mikey right away from yeah. the last time he was here. Yeah, they welcomed us into the back. Let us go out into the. Uh, the main room. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of the the comedy stores is uh, once you know that you're a comic, um, you you get a bit of leeway. Like uh, it, it's it's run by comics. Everyone there is a comic, so it's nice. And and uh, sure enough, yeah, some of the door guys recognized me from when I was there back, and we had a little chat. And sure enough, when we get to the back door, which is where the, I guess the magic happens in my mind. You know, you don't you either go on the patio or go to the back door. Yeah. Uh, and as long as you know the door guy in the back door, you have access to all three rooms. Yep. Um, and so I think we ended up uh, going to see the. We saw the main room show. I don't even know what it's called, but yeah. Ari, Ari was closing it down. Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir was there. He was closing it out. He was doing great. That was in the main room. We had room in the back. They said on a, you know, it was, it was a mm-hmm. Friday night. Or was it a Friday night? Friday man. night. Travel day. Guys, we were up at, man, I woke tough. up at five o'clock that morning. Yes. Yeah. I was up at six, six thirty as oh, well. I think, mate, no, you know what? I was wrong. You're four. I was up at four o'clock. Yeah. You were up at four. I don't know. Four or four something because I remember waking up watching yeah. an episode of Making a Murderer. Yeah. 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 Two. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later. We don't yeah. have to go into it. Don't worry. This is like, dude, we're crushing it right now. Yeah, good. In terms of giving giving content, guys, we're an hour and five minutes into the podcast. Yeah, we're good. And we still are just talking about the we're, day we've we're traveled. We're just, this is the first day we've landed We've still here, got guys. four fucking days. You have no idea days. what's happened since then. 
percent. Yeah. So yeah. So we uh, I think the first night we just we got access to the main room. We sat in the back in the main room, watched uh, a couple acts, got to see uh, the closing out of Ari Shafir and his new set, which is really good, mm-hmm. really good. It was actually very very impressive. Yeah. And then uh, and then after that, um, we ended up at another show. Yep. Uh, which was yep. John Campanelli's show. Yep. Uh, I you know I'm not gonna knock it. So I'll say this. I can't. Can yeah. I? Can I knock it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, no, I'll be, I'm, 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 I'm not going to knock John. No, no you but, give give your feedback and then I'll yeah, give Yeah, so so it's in the, so we ended up going in the belly room. Um and in the belly room as you know there's sort of like fringer shows or more harder to get on show. They're just less a little less uh, uh established shows so that you have a smaller crowd, more niche market kind of shows. Um, and so John Campanelli, I know him uh through the Guys We Fuck podcast. He's been a long time guest, and I had met him before. The last time I was here in LA uh, with him and, and Corinne Fisher, who had came in and done the Nacho Bitches show. Um, so he was a, he was on that show. So I was like, oh yeah, John Campanelli, I'll definitely come see him. Um, and I was like, that's kind of cool. And uh, so we end up at this show, and then there's obviously an opener and a and a, and a host. Um, and the host uh, was this girl named Emily. Um, and then there was a couple other. And I'll I'll say this for like for like a Friday night show. In the belly room, um, I don't know what I, I know. Josh and I were both looking at each other. Maybe it's because we had been traveling for so long and we were expecting like high caliber comedy all at once. Um, but yeah, it was amateur hour. It was absolutely amateur hour right off the bat. Uh, and we were both looking at each other, being like, "Is this what a Friday night show at a, at the comedy store is like?" And and I, I have to admit. I didn't look good because I was like, yeah, that's definitely not the caliber that we normally see on, on a Friday night. But um, it was nice. I mean, I, I will say the girls that went up are kind of cute, though. I, yeah, they were. It, I, I I didn't. Okay, so here's the yeah. dead tired. Dead tired. Dead yeah. tired. Yeah. The, the kind of tired where I'm out in public, mm-hmm. I'm at a show, and I am literally, I know that word gets used incorrectly and way too often, but I was Very. literally falling asleep yeah in this show and i kept waking up and i'm like oh fuck i'm still at the show like and i hadn't i I, my first night in la i'm super overwhelmed because at this point i've already seen ari shafir i've already seen a few other comics sort of Mm -hmm. wandering around that i know so already like monster comics i think the big thing for you was that you just went through all that anxiety of travel oh i was toast yeah i I mean you you used a lot of labor and a lot of like like energy traveling that's a bit i mean that's a big jump like just that's the, it's huge the the excitement of being at the the store yeah was for the was first time keeping you know gave me some of a, a kick but but during that show like sitting up in that room that was definitely the smallest room i don't even know if i've set foot in that room again since that show to be honest with you yeah no you did did i yeah you saw me last night that's not in the belly room oh you mean the belly room yeah Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We haven't we haven't set. I have yeah, we haven't set, set foot, foot in, the, in that. Yeah, room yeah. there's been since. no good shows. And I will say that. Uh, oh shit, is that tonight? Yeah, the roast battle would have been tonight. That was probably the. Uh, you know what? It's still going on. Uh, so we well, probably, I hope you can make it. I'm going to try to make it to the roast battle for sure. Because, well, uh, but yeah, that's when it gets packed, yeah. and that's when it like the that, that room is perfect for. It roast was a battle. good room. It just didn't feel like Not the comic because it's a small room. Yeah, it feels like a little like a little side room. So the yeah. idea was it was an amateur show. It was a show. Mm. It was definitely amateurs, and it was a bringer show. Yes. And for anyone who doesn't know what that means, it means the comics bring their own people to to watch the show you have to bring people in order to get on it so um they they had people in the audience it was a lot of a reasonable amount of audience but the the people who were going up were like you could tell they were new yeah 
Nothing wrong with that. No. Everyone's got to grow. But I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm watching the host. The host, um, Jesus. I, you know, A, I don't think she's ever going to hear it. I'm not trying to be a piece of shit. But the host is inexperienced. I later found out from like her Instagram profile and everything like that, mm. that she's someone who's sort of like more of a personality and more of, like it's funny when you can see someone's got on their Instagram feed, they've got videos and then they've got pictures. Mm-hmm. And when the pictures are all of them like trying to do sexy model poses and then the videos are all like goofy, silly, sketchy kind of things, I'm yeah. like, I think this is somebody who wants to use this platform to become a movie star or something like something, that. Something, yeah. Not or somebody, a, a personality, interview personality, host personality. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you this, guys. Let me let me tell you this. Rather than giving a review that might get me in trouble, I'm going to say this person, uh, this person, this this host uh, did what you would think someone who basically does Instagram modeling and sketch videos did in terms of of hosting a comedy show. Yeah, um, not a bad person. No, I'm not shitting on the person. I don't. I didn't even talk to this person. As a matter of fact, um, but. Basically, it was kind of like it was very shocking. Whatever, you know what? There, everyone's out here chasing dreams. Why am I being an asshole? Because I'm because I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. Um, here's where we're at. So, all right, we come back to the fucking yeah. I, and you stayed, you cocksucker. I know. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> I still had energy. I, I think I was relaxed, and I think uh, every time I come here, that's the thing. I feel. I feel a lot more energy just because I want to be at the store. I feel like I'm missing out if I'm not out there. Yeah. And that's the tough thing. It's especially trying to maximize on everything. You're either you're at the store, you're at some other comedy club, but but everything's happening late night. And uh yeah, just sticking around uh and just meeting people and talking to people is is the best thing in the world. You can just being hanging out as a comic at the comedy store is probably one of the best feelings ever. It's yeah, I mean it's pretty spectacular, yeah. to be honest. Like I I had a great time, but I, I just had to wander down, get an Uber or whatever. Yeah, you were, you were was, dead. I was toast. Yeah, if you're yeah. falling asleep, you yeah. know, on your feet and, and or at a, at a show, yeah, you know, like they'd kick me out because they thought I was drunk. And there's a three. They hour- didn't, but I'm just saying, like they would see me and, and kick you out because they. Think and there's a drunk. three hour time difference we're dealing with yeah. too, right? So we're we're by this point, uh, I don't know when you left, but it was probably about. I left at one o'clock, one a.m. this time. Yeah, which means which means it would have been about four a.m. back home. Like in terms of how many hours I was right. awake, it's twenty four a.m. I was up for twenty four straight. That's crazy. Fucking yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. So, I mean, had had a blast. Yep. Saturday, we headed back to the car right. uh, three times because Mike is shit with directions. Right. So, I guys, I can't <laughs> tell you how grateful I was. Like, the amount of apologizing I did and thanking Mike for taking the bull by the horns on travel day by dealing with my sort of anxiousness. Like, I wasn't, I, I don't think I was unbearable, but I'll be honest, I was, I was embarrassed at just like, you know, asking so many questions about airports. Because again, like I said, if I don't panic or if I don't worry about things, if I don't stress about shit, they go wrong. I pay my stress tax to the universe and then things go right. So Mike was great. He answered my questions with yeah. patience about everything I needed. But here's here's where this trip, <laughs> here's where I've learned a thing or two on this fucking trip, okay? Mike has the confidence and knowledge of a millennial. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, even that. It's like, that's right. That's right. So here's what happens. We leave uh, in the morning to go to go try now in daylight yeah, to find the key find for the truck. Find the key for this car. Yeah, and we're great. Right, you know yeah. what? It's our first sun, bright sunshiny morning. Guys, it's so fucking hot here. I have yeah. no idea how cold it is in Ottawa. Because again, I was at TD freezing my ass off yeah. in a long sleeve button up shirt with a vest on. And I was like, okay, it's fucking October in I don't Ottawa. even want to look. It's beautiful. Here. I know it's we beautiful out, here. I just gonna and yeah. We it. walk in the sun, t-shirt or or whatever the fuck I was wearing. Yeah, beautiful weather. I've been overdressed without wearing a fucking fall jacket. I'm not wearing a fall jacket, and I'm overdressed 
every day. That's how fucking beautiful it is yeah. here. Okay. And we walk in towards where the car is. And you know what? I'm on cloud nine. I'm in, I'm in Cano, California. I'm in Los Angeles. Let's, let's see how this day goes. I get to see the Hollywood Hills in the daylight, which is absolutely stunning. Yeah. That's the part you missed when you first hills. got here. Yeah. So we got here, it was dark and you, you miss out on that whole view of the hills in the background. And the houses and, and everything houses like that. And everything. It's amazing. It's, yeah. It's, and the colors and everything. You it's You really gorgeous. miss out on it. Yeah. So we're going for a walk to try to find the keys to this truck because our plan was to go to Costco and get our groceries for the week. That's right. So we're like, but you know what? The Costco is, is a you know, it was a 25 minute drive. It's not close. So if we don't have this, you know, we don't have this, this vehicle, if this key is just lost or whatever, we don't have a way to go get our groceries, That's at least right. not from Costco. Right. We're going to have to change our plans. Hmm. So, I, so I had texted Liz and find out like, Hey, listen, like we, we weren't able to find this key. Uh, it's too dark. We're trying out for the night. Is a, hopefully your car is not going to get towed in the between, you know, between now and then when we come back in the morning. And she says, yeah, it was fine. And then she went ahead and described a little more about where the key was. Yeah. That was that evening. So we're like, okay, we're going to try again in the morning and see where it's at. And she, yeah. she, she even had to get, sent another picture where you could see the key ring. Well, that she had that picture and didn't. Yeah. Use it. Uh, no, I mean, that's all right. I, I'm not I'm just blaming teasing her. her, but it's... I'm not blaming her. But yeah, I mean, like, like this was kind of like, okay, yeah. And so, um, Mikey decides, oh, yeah. this is where the car is. The car is just down this way. Yeah. And we're walking and it's, you know, it's a great walk. We don't have anywhere to be particularly. It's still relatively early in the morning. Again, we're excited and, uh, we're going hmm. for this walk and all of a sudden, you know, like we, we cross La Brea, which is the street we came up from LAX. Yeah. We cross La Brea. Or no, sorry, we went left first. Doesn't matter. We Doesn't walked matter. We walked a reasonable amount of time, yes. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Mikey goes, oh, wait, the car's not this way. It's this way. So we turn around and we walk the opposite way down Santa Monica <clears> Boulevard for, for quite a while. Then we cross La Brea and my head goes, I don't, we didn't cross this street when we went to go get the car keys last night. And I said to Mikey, I don't think we crossed this. And he's like, no, it's just down here. Pulls out his phone. And he looks at his map. And he goes, no, it's down this way. Yeah. So we, we continue to walk a reasonable amount of time down there. And, and again, confidence. This was the same man who, who, uh, shepherded me through all of the airport, you yeah. know, it was amazing the day before. I have no reason not to believe the same level of confidence that was successful the day before. Um, well, I got, so yeah, I got you from, <laughs> from where we were. We walked yeah. up to the, the sunset Boulevard to pinches taco and to the comedy. So I knew where everything was yeah. on sunset. Like, he was, I've done and it was this. great that Friday. Yeah. He was, he was spotless. I wasn't top yeah, was to awesome. bottom. Yeah. So I had no reason. And I even told him, I said, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm doubting because I've so many people in my life who are confident about shit. They have no idea. There's the thing I told him a few times that yeah. day. So, and then this guy goes yeah. to sleep at night and fucking just, I don't know what happened, <laughs> but since then, so, so we go way too far past La Brea. We get yeah. there and he turns out he's entered the rest. There's like an or, a North orange grove and an orange. Street yeah. So or something yeah, th like that. that's the thing. So this, well, when I say everything is orange, this orange, that, so th this car is on, on, on uh, a street, uh, as, and, as they, as they tend to be. <laughs> well, I don't want to name the street yet because if we have to park this thing and hide the key back, I don't want somebody going on get this car so let's, let's they don't know that. where it is they, a, they don't know what, what car it is that's true well whatever point I being know. is it's it's basically there's two streets in a relatively similar walkable, name yeah that have the same name yeah so the point being is we we get to the other one and it turns out he's put in that same number but yeah. of the wrong street on the wrong street so i was like oh i thought so you know, I'm like, I had this feeling that it was, we didn't cross. We turns out whatever. And not again, not a big deal. I just mm -hmm. figured ah, a little goof fucking who cares. We didn't have anywhere to be. So 
we get to uh we we get in the car and first things first we're going to costco we're yeah. gonna get ourselves some goddamn right food. there we're yeah that's our that's our goal right no now issue. we have a lot of a lot of um uh housekeeping stuff to do we've been in our airbnb we've we've taken our showers we've done our night mm-hmm. but then now it's like okay we need to get food and we need to take care of our you know thankfully when we got here there was there was someone had left some coffee yeah so we were able to make some coffee at least for the first yeah you know for the trip for the the way out it was black but we were open-minded yeah uh we, yeah because we didn't have any cream or milk or nothing to, to add and uh all that uh, and yeah, so now we got to the car, got the car, we got it started, started driving down the road, ended up at Costco. And uh, we ate because we had worked up quite a, uh, quite a hunger walking yeah. all over God's green earth looking for this fucking car. Yeah. So we get to Costco and, uh, we've, the first thing we do before we do any kind of shopping is just go to the, the, the outside restaurant thing that and they if, have. <gasps> if you guys know anything about me, uh, you know, I loves me some Costco. Yeah. Can I tell you? What they have here. So anybody who's been following on Instagram, as I suggested last week, I said there's gonna be lots to see. Be following on the Instagram or the Facebook or whatever. Yeah. One of the things I, I said to Mikey when we were traveling is like, I want to, ch- I want to start being more active on social media. I'm gonna be taking a lot of pictures, and I want to ch- everywhere we go for food or something. I want to mm-hmm. check in, mm-hmm. right? And I'm, I'm, I'm big on making sure there's a picture too. I can, I can check in, but you know, show you, show you what's going on. And I've been doing a good job of that this week. God damn it. So. We, uh, we, this Costco has stuff that they don't serve in Canada. Can I tell you that they have, uh, cheeseburgers there, like right. double cheeseburgers, yeah. five bucks. Amazing. They have these things there called chicken bakes, chicken just as chicken bakes. bake, like shake oh. and bake. It's a chicken bake. And the picture looked like the way the description was chicken, bacon, ranch, and like cheese. So I'm like, oh, okay. So it sounds to me like a carbonara thing, but the picture, the way they looked were like, um, uh, Egg rolls. They, they I thought like they were like rolls. like large egg rolls. So yeah. I was like, okay, two ninety nine for that seems reasonable. They weren't. They were like foot long fucking <laughs> Subway sandwich. Like if you took a Subway sandwich, hollowed at the inside, filled it with fucking chicken and bacon and ranch and cheese, and then melted cheese on top. Holy shit, three bucks, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You you still have half of yours in the fridge, you piece of garbage. I still can't believe you haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. Yeah, <laughs> I should eat it. Is it still good? You think now? It's been right. wrapped in foil. So it doesn't come out of the fridge. That makes it good. I would fucking eat it for eat sure. It. Yeah, 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 eat okay. that. Eat that. Um, yeah. So yeah, the chicken bakes were. <laughs> that's that's something I'm like. I'll fucking eat. Yeah, it. Yeah. I will fucking eat that. I I'm actually kind of hoping that for some reason we have to go near there, even to swing by. Just I, to swing by. I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah. I would drive 25 minutes just, just to swing eat, by. Yeah. The, I, I'd be like a chicken bake and an acai bowl, which is another thing I had, guys. They have like acai. Uh, yogurt or frozen yogurt or or something gel, like ice that whatever with fruit delicious and they put fresh fresh blueberries for not like a blueberry sauce fresh blueberries fresh chopped strawberries and then they have a granola banana chips mix that they put in it's basically just oh my it was fucking amazing dude you had the the smoothie too, i had the they smoothie have. they do yeah. smoothies there too yeah that was good too two dollar smoothie it was awesome and then uh yeah so we end up going walking around that was fun walking around a u.s costco holy shit uh utopian yeah i mean for the most part it's a pretty much the same stuff. Like a lot of the stuff yeah. we saw, prices are 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 similar. I guess what makes it some of them are either more or less. We can we figured it out that what was actually was worthwhile. Ex- this was a nice neighborhood. So yeah. Costco Costco brings in their stuff based on the demographic of the area that they're in. It's Los Feliz. Yeah, Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Yeah, Feliz. Is it Feliz? It's Los Whatever. Feliz. F E L I Z. Write your own fucking yeah. definitions. There's a there was a. Okay, so like they had Apple Homes, yeah, or Home Pods as they Home call them. Pods, yeah. Never seen one. Saw no. it. Looks beautiful. They've yeah, sold out, of whatever. course. Um, 
and they had uh, dude, I, I could go on. Yeah. But let's put it this way: for starters, I think the first section that started to blow my fucking mind was the alcohol. Section. Yeah, that was that the, was incredible, guys. The, a liter, one point seven. Fuck this. Okay, um, I, I have to I have to tell you this. This is this is going to piss you off. It pissed it pissed me off. You all know how much time I spend in LCBOs, and I'm a good bitch. I fucking buy shit at the LCBO, so I'm going to tell you. All right. I'm going to bring up the Grey Goose. This was the one that I can really, you know, that I see on a regular Highlights, basis. Yeah. Okay. Which you guys can all relate to in some way. Yeah. So here's here's what we're going to do. All right. The Grey Goose, your average bottle <clears throat> of booze, okay, um, is your 750 milliliter. So right, right here, I, I typed in Grey Goose. Guess what? Exactly the size I needed came up. So Grey Goose, the 1.75 milliliter bottle which is uh, 1,750 uh, 1, milliliters. One point, yeah, uh, just making it nice and easy for everyone. Um, that sells in in Ontario for $113.95. Do you know what that bottle sold for at Costco in the United States? $39.95. U.S., but US. still. Oh, fuck it. Incredible. Oh, by the way, the hot dogs are the same price. Yeah. $1.50 in Canada and $1.50 in the States. You know what that means? They're more expensive in America, but I'll tell you this: I would, I would spend, I would pay, I would pay more for a hot dog to pay to pay three times less. One hundred thirteen ninety five is it's well, it's you round down, but it's basically one hundred and fourteen, which is almost yeah. one twenty yeah. and forty. That's yeah, a you, third I, of the fucking price. I remember you being just out of there. There's that. It was all the all the scotches, and oh the my whiskeys, God. Yeah. and everything. It was like incredible, and some stuff you cannot get back home at all. Mm. Uh, and, and there were, the best one was like the three packs of like Jameson, which was like, I think it was like $23. Everything was, was unbelievable. Incredible. Everything was a buck a beer. Like yeah. the good shit, the yeah. good shit was a buck a beer. Yeah. And even like, let's put it this way. I mean, I, this is, this is what bothered me because I know that the 750 milliliter bottle of Grey Goose is $50. Mm-hmm. So this one that has, has more than double the amount of, of Grey Goose, more the than double, double of that, yeah, more. is $10 cheaper yeah. on this side. Yeah. So we are getting gouged like motherfuckers. Anyways, I, I won't dwell too long on this. All I want to say is um, that the booze prices at Costco in the States, un-fucking-believable, okay? Another thing that I noticed about the Costco, because Mikey and I were looking around, there's brands, guys, that I haven't seen in years. That's Con- right. Country Croc margarine. Yeah. I saw. I haven't seen Country Croc in forever. I'm not saying it's amazing. No. But I'm. But they have like they had tons of uh you know mixed drink sections in the sense that like like Nestle Quick. We still get that in Canada. Yeah. But they had the like uh what was it Tang. They had uh, a bunch of different kinds of high ones. C. High C. Yeah. Like, like a bunch of different stuff that we haven't seen here. Brands in a while. I'm trying to think of some other shit that I saw. I was like, oh fuck, I haven't seen that in a while. There's there's a bunch yeah. of different things. It's not the uh, I, I got to say like, and you could tell in the area too. Like they even had you know Costco you, wherever you are locally, you can find like restaurant stuff. They had like Universal Studios tours, you know, free pass, yeah, like, yeah. like three passes for the price of one day kind of thing. Yeah, um, it was it was cool. It was really cool to see the Costco. I ended up getting a pair of shoes because of the fucking metal ones. After walking around on Mikey's yeah. wild goose chase all morning, I'm like, yeah, I might need something's a little easier on the fucking feet. But uh, got a yeah, pair of twenty dollar Reeboks, blah blah. Um, mm. But what do we? We got ourselves, uh, you know, the simple shit: eggs, coffee. Yeah, way too much of everything. I mean, a lot of everything. Yeah. At least the beer. eggs. Like I know for yeah. <laughs> At least I know for the eggs, we got enough of that. Yeah, we bought um, too much of everything else. Too much of milk for sure. Yeah. 
Um, and then we bought, uh, yeah, we have still got some snacks we need to go through. Yep. I mean, we yeah. got some good, we got some, we, we did well though. We did well we intelligent. though. We bought smart. We didn't buy uh, yeah. expensive. I think at most, I think we only spend about all said like not including your items. 50 bucks each. 50 bucks each. That's less than $10 a day for all the stuff. Awesome. Cases of water. We got yeah. beer. We spent less than, than $10 a day on a bunch of good shit. Yeah. This is just, this is just beer, us patting ourselves beer, on the back. breakfast, and, and some late night snacks, maybe even lunches that we have. Yeah. It, was, it just, We it actually out. got, we got this putrid, putrid Ugh. fucking green, green stuff. Do you mind grabbing it just so we can read yeah, everything that's in it? it? Yeah. There's a, uh, we're we're podcasting at the dining room table in our Airbnb here, so we got uh, <laughs> and then the stupid shit that I bought. Do you mind grabbing that too? So I saw this in the booze section of Costco, and you know what? You guys know how this podcast works. We're still on Saturday, by the way. We're gonna tell you about Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and today before we even get to the sponsors section. All right. So here's here's what we, what I bought. I bought this stuff called Suja. Mike, I think, had heard of this already, but I I hadn't heard of Suja. So it says the mighty dozen organic. This is what's in this shit. It's apple, celery, cucumber, kale, uh, collard greens, lemon, Ugh. mint tea, ginger, spinach. Uh, there's all sorts of shit on here. Why not? What the fuck? Why not go out on a limb? Love, I'm reading the back the fruit right now. Is, it Mark. says vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, BPA-free, no added sweeteners, flavor-free. no flavor, no, yeah. yeah. Well, this is this is a cute little quote they have on the front from Mark Twain. Why not go out on a limb? That's where the fruit is. <laughs> but there's all, yeah, it's all about, it says spirulina, mm. chlorella, barley grass. I, I'm telling you, I could taste the fucking kale in this. Yeah. Anyways, it's a green drink, guys, and it tastes like a green drink it's really there's it's like sweet for a split second and then it's just like it's like the happening is happening in a bottle where the the, the plants are trying to get their revenge on humanity back. yeah so i got this and then when i was in the booze section i bought this it's not the season yet it's not <laughs> it's not but i was just like oh you know what i wouldn't mind we this. should try some it's a kirkland signature traditional holiday eggnog liqueur mm. and it said on that i was like i was but it was nine bucks it's nine bucks for 1.75 liters. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's almost a two liter bottle of fucking egg. What's the alcohol content? On the alcohol content is 14.75. Ouch, yeah. It's not horrible. That's not, not so bad. bad. It'll get you drunk. Yeah. But this is what it it's said. Like this is how they got me. It said made with real dairy cream, whiskey, spiced rum, <laughs> brandy. Huh? It's three kinds of it's booze in here. A bunch of shit. And yeah. French vanilla. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, that sounds amazing. I yeah. have had uh, two inches in a glass. There's still a lot left. I'm going to have to get my eggnog. I might sit here and get eggnog. You might drunk be drinking this while, tonight while on your own. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll come home and I'll throw Mexican on it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, pal. No worries. We're watching the clock here because yeah. we're trying to get Mikey out to a show. But yeah. uh, but we're having fun. I hope you're having fun. I'm having a great time. Awesome. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, this is Saturday oh, now. Oh, shit. I didn't hit the record button. No, I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. Oh, you should see your face right now. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't be doing a podcast if that was the case. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, the, the Costco thing was fun. We picked mm-hmm. up all sorts of goofy shit. Yeah. Um, but, but it was good. So like, again, with all of the extra juices and drinks and stuff like that, like we, we did particularly well yeah. on that. And then uh, Saturday that night, what did yeah. we do the first night? We well, went. we went to Home Depot and we got a key cut too. That's right. That was the thing too. And, and I have to talk about it. I got to talk about it. The the stereotypes, guys, are absolutely true. Absolutely true. I I mean, I didn't make jokes. It wasn't funny to me. No. I was just like, holy shit, it's 100% true. The second, the second we pulled off the street and into the entrance of the Home Depot, yeah. I, I window was down because it's hot as balls here. 
And uh, I just hear labor, labor, look over, and there's there's a bunch of uh, Spanish or Latin. They're not necessarily Mexican, no. as the stereotypes would have you believe, but it's a safe assumption. If you're in Vegas and you're betting your own money, odds are Mexican. Yeah, most likely. But that, that stereotype about how there's Mexicans out front of Home Depot who are looking mm-hmm. for work uh 100% true on that happens, the one that yeah. we the one that we were at and we weren't like on the outskirts we were right in the middle of hollywood labor labor hey look we have work work hourly work i was like oh fuck i just i felt bad i didn't feel good i didn't think it was funny i no, didn't think we I was didn't like, make oh, fun shit. of him for it, it was no just like, these are guys who are here and they're doing their best and they're trying to survive trying to survive they're fucking trying to survive and they got the worst situation and they're working they're fucking they're out there hustling yep. man so you got to respect that you got to respect the hustle absolutely that they got out there i just thought it was i kind of said i thought it was something that i would see more yeah. of like a, like a little outskirt town or a border town or whatever no but anyways no but it's true Los I, Angeles. It's, that is absolutely true out front of the the home depot they're mm-hmm. there ask for work i guess that's how uh i guess that's how stereotypes fucking happen yeah you know but uh we went in got a key cut easy peasy in and out no problem now we've got so at this point now we've got the 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 car the truck that's it yep we've got our extra key for the airbnb Airbnb. all the things that are potentially going to cause us issues because that Mm -hmm. first night right when i couldn't keep my head awake mikey had to give me the key to Mm -hmm. to get back to the the airbnb so I, I came in exhausted, but I'm like, I'm in Los Angeles and our, all the doors have bars on them. So I'm yeah. like, I got to find a way to get myself in. I mean, obviously I use the key, but I'm like, but now I can't lock the door behind me because Mike needs to get in, but I can't leave it unlocked because I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to get fucking murdered. Exactly. We, we figured out a little system. I left the one door open and then the goddamn gate in front of the, the door you know, was just, locked. So yeah, you could just bang. I just I mean, banged we, on and you opened it up. and We got it, it in, but I'll be honest, work. I was worried about falling asleep and not being able to yeah. wake up when he banged on the door to be let in. Yeah. yeah. So luckily everything worked out, but it's, it's again, it, I don't need more reasons to stress. No. So now that we got the car, we know that we're going to be able to do the things we want to do. Because again, this week has got a lot going on. I'm going to talk, we're still talking about it. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff was contingent on having some wheels. Otherwise, it would be a very expensive Uber here, Uber yeah. there week. Or at least like you'd be narrowed down to just West Hollywood. Exactly. Which sucks. And not that it sucks. I think West Hollywood's got a lot going for it. I mean, you got to, yeah. West Hollywood has the comedy store. It's got the Hollywood Improv. It's got uh, the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. and uh, everything around those three main clubs. And there's a number of things in between there. Um, but, but we have definitely opened up having that vehicle, yeah. having that vehicle, getting that key cut guys yeah. Yeah. now. And, and because of the fact that we went to Costco and got our meals for the week, yeah. at least in the mornings One and last stuff, thing to worry about. it's just so many things are now resolved. So mm-hmm. I got to tell you that the stress release on Saturday was great. We went to Rite Aid, which is like a, a drugstore. We got ourselves some, uh, what the fuck did we buy there? We bought just like little toothpaste and, and well you bought your beer there you bought I, yeah, my second case there. of beer second case i don't beer. know why i saw two four yeah, and said that's not going to be enough for us no. and then uh i needed we needed soap to, uh toilet paper yeah I, we got toothpaste or toothpaste. toilet paper toilet paper sorry yeah so yeah we just we got just the, the basic shit that's all it was and then yeah. i fucking had a nap yeah went to the comedy store on saturday saturday what did we see saturday at the comedy store because i don't remember that's a great this is question. the comedy store and then comedy store twice. Why did I put comedy store? Oh, because we, we went left and came back. Right. So I'm trying to think of what the fuck we saw on Saturday. Nothing memorable. I can tell you that right now. No, I. We I, never I, went in. We didn't see anything. We walked in to see your friend Steve. Yeah. 
and then we got kicked out right away. Yeah, and so yeah, we went to go, we we tried to get in the back at the OR in the original room, and my friend Steve uh, Simone is was on stage. So I'm like, oh, we get to get see him. I guess yeah, the door set. guys told us we could go in. Yeah, and and then whoever was running the the actual spot inside the OR, um, we, I'll tell you what it was. It's Here's the deal with the OR. The OR has a uh, is a tickets you pay twenty dollars usually to get in, uh, depending on the night. You can be up to thirty dollars. It's a two drink minimum, and uh, you get to, and you get to watch comedy all the way from eight p.m. all the way till to one thirty in the morning if you want. And they it's nonstop. If you want to sit down and watch that entire show, by all means do it. Um, it's a gauntlet of comics doing ten to fifteen minutes on most nights, uh, and so. With that, you see there's people who walk in and walk out, and it's a two-drink minimum, so there's waitresses weren't running around. And so we walked in, and we said, hey, listen, we're, we're comics. We're just sitting in the back. We just want to watch Steve, and and we'll be back. And this waitress was having fucking none of it. She, like, rolled her eyes, walked right none in front of the of box it. office, told a doorman who, who promptly, yeah. promptly came over and was like, yeah, you guys, yeah, guys got to go now. I got to kick you out. And we're like, fuck. And that happens. Apparently, like, I, that's happened to me before. I've, I've had it out with one of the one of the... The guys who runs the OR before, um, which stands I, for original room, original room. My apologies. It's okay. What got me on the last time I got to the original room and why I got kicked? I got pissed off when I got kicked out. Was this is so stupid? I paid for a ticket. Oh yeah. I paid for a ticket. And I was ready to buy drinks. I was like, I'm going to pay for my ticket, get my two drinks. But I'm going to tell you what, um, I'm going to be going out back when there's an act I don't like. I want to be able to sneak out the back, go out in the back, and then you know, like talk to some people at the doors in in the back patio, and then come back out and and then come back in when I feels right. I have a ticket, but the last thing I need to do is to go sit in the near the front of the stage and disrupt the show. and disrupt the show. Um, so basically, the waitress was having none of it, and I was like, "Well, listen, I I want to pay for my drinks. I'll buy two drinks right now. Just please, just let me sit in the back." with the comics, with whatever, as long as it's like not with anyone, mm-hmm. just leave me alone. I just don't sit in the back. I don't want to be bothered. I want to watch the show. And this this guy who uh, was running the, the door guy came up to me, and I, I've <clears throat> had dealings with him. Again. He's probably forgotten me since then, but um, he was just a dick. He, I think he was over overzealous of his power, and he was just like, no, you got to go. You got to go. A doorman overzealous of yeah, his power? Yeah. That sounds like. So he kicked me out. <laughs> And I was like, I paid for a fucking ticket and I'm willing to buy two drinks. I just don't want to sit in the front because I want to be able to go off and go to the bathroom or do whatever uh, in the back uh, area and not have to fucking disrupt the show. I'm being good to your show. Um, But he was having none of it. He wanted me to sit in the front and fill up the front, I guess, to have people sitting in the front for him meant like having that fullness of the audience. Mm -hmm. Um, But you think you'd make an exception to a comic, right? Like, I don't know. So... Um, that same deal happened here. Basically, the show wasn't full. Like you can go in the back and sit in the back, and all I wanted to see was Steve. It was all I want to see his five ten minutes, and just walk out after that. That's all I wanted. And I guess we got kicked out, which sucks. Um, yeah, and we still. I I'm willing to find out if that Joe, was the night with Bobby Lee too. Yeah, I'm willing to find out if Joe if Joey Diaz has a late night spot. I'm willing to pay twenty bucks to be at to be able to get into the OR and and know that I can get into an OR and not, you know, get my yeah. two drinks and they can, I can fucking enjoy a show I, because I want to see him again live. And I think you should see, definitely see Joey Diaz. Won't be tonight. I'm toast. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, fucking toast. But all to say, like, like for those of you listeners who don't know, the, the Comedy Store is, is this great place that has three big rooms. It has the main room, 
which is massive, um, and that can be cut off and shortened off, but for the most part, and then you can widen it out to when there's a large, large show. Um, there's the original room, which is exactly what it was. It was the original room. Um, uh, the format of the of the original room is usually there's a, a list that goes up, and there's um, comics that'll go up from, I think, anywhere from, I think it's 8 p.m. all the way to 1.30 a.m. Yeah, it's like a register, just constant comics, so, you, yeah. so crowds come in and out. It's not like absolute comedy or your average comedy club where you come in and that's sit down, night. the show starts, it ends and that's no. it. It's like, it's just, you come and you pay to go yeah. into that room. You have a ticket that gives you access to that room and you can sit there and you can watch the entire show. You can stay there from eight till 1am. You're going to get sick of laughing, yeah. and but you will see great comedians. Yeah. I mean, I I've, I've been around that war is really where it's at. Cause you're going to see 10, 15 minute sets from uh, established comics and it can be anybody. Mm-hmm. anybody i know even if it's not on the list like so they they put the list up and see who's going to be up that night i guarantee you if you go in any given night you could have any buddy show up i know i was talking to a buddy uh that i had met last time uh, a guy named shout out to carlos um carlos told me that the week after i left the week after i left dave Chappelle showed up mm. and he was doing the or and he got there at 10 and from 10 until 3 a.m he did a set and he was doing three hours of material in the OR. He was just owning it, owning that spot. And then apparently, my understanding from what Carlos said, he says he, he was sat from in- From 10 to 3 a.m., that's five hours. Yeah. and uh, Sorry, 10 to, yeah, 10 to 1 a.m., something like that. The the one At uh, 1.30, they got to close out the show. So you got Don Barris, who always comes in and closes out that show mm-hmm. uh, every night. And he's a shit show. Uh, but no, yeah, I think 10 to 1 o'clock or something to that effect. He did, he did a three-hour three show. Three-hour show. Three show. insane. Yeah, and from what Carlos was telling me, he sat in the first hour and the, the last hour. He he got kicked out in the middle of the, ad, the right. hour. He just couldn't do it. Uh, and, and he said both times his mouth was open the whole fucking time because he was like, he's just killing. He's yeah. killing. Uh, and, and, uh, apparently when his, the way he walked on stage, um, you know, you got guys doing 10, 15 minutes and the guy before him didn't do so well. And and he just walked up and I think he said with the most amount of confidence, he said, didn't you guys just realize that a fucking legend just walked on stage? It's like, you forgot. Chappelle said that? Yeah. You forgot that a fucking legend just walked on stage and something like, it was pretty arrogant. It was an arrogant. It was like, it was like they weren't laughing. They weren't laughing at his the fact that he was making initial jokes, and that just mm-hmm. warmed them up. It was just like, "Hey, you're watching Dave Chappelle right now," and everybody was like, "Yeah, I guess that's the case, right?" But it's hard to lose track. Like you know, when I was there, Bill Burr came in and would do ten fifteen, and he was not on the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Tom Segura come in do ten. Yeah, we saw Tom. Tom came in. I didn't get to see his yeah. act. That that Saturday night kind of sucked because yeah. I saw Bobby Lee, I saw mm-hmm. Joey Diaz, like all these people came in. We just couldn't get in to see them at the time, but it was it was still cool to sit around and t- I got to talk with comics and and door people and learn a little bit of the culture and things like that. Uh, you know, Bobby Lee and I fucked around a little bit and you know chatted with each other. Yeah, Bobby, I've I, that's the same as last time. Bobby, Bobby's super approachable. If you're yeah. if you're in the store and you're hanging out the back, Bobby will talk to you. He's not he's not unapproachable at all and, and that's because he's a door he used to be a door guy yeah you know bobby used to run the, the the phones there too and the same thing so he comes from that and he knows comics and he likes comics he doesn't you know he's not full of himself on that's that right line. that's right no he's a good dude we, yeah. we hung at the store for a bit then we left to have a meal mm-hmm. we went to peaches tacos again yeah of course uh to which uh to which i was like hey i wanted to try those i want to do those those tacos again last night that were the good ones mm-hmm. mikey's like oh well those are the uh, carnitas the carnitas you gotta, you gotta yeah. get the carnitas i was like okay so we ordered the carnitas 
uh, sit down, eat. They were not, uh, they were not the ones I was looking for. They were not the carnitas. So, um, <laughs> no shit happens. You know, we don't, we don't really remember what was what, uh, again, Mike, Mike, his confidence was, confidence. was, was, you know, what? I don't think you were overly confident. At the time. I think you're like, I think it's the carnitas. That's gotta be the carnitas. I was like, okay, that works. Wasn't crazy confident. Um, after we, we had our meal, we went back to the comedy store, finished off our night on our way back. I'm like, let's get a couple of these to go back yeah. to the condo. Yeah. We get in there and Mike goes, oh, it's these guys here. Yeah. You got to get these ones. I'm I, 100%. I go, you sure those are the ones? He goes, 100%. <laughs> I was so unsure. Get them, put them in the bag. Not a care in the world. Hop in our Uber, head back here to the condo, open up our tacos. Mm. Not the mm -mm. fucking ones again. They're delicious anyway, but not the ones yeah, we were looking for. I know. With with the, the comp, the, I'm, guys, I'm telling you, <laughs> it has been this way all week. Mikey <laughs> has got this comp. We're in the car driving up and down streets. He's like, oh, it's this way. I'm sure of it. It's not. It's, I. you know what? I'm never far, though. I'm very close. Like, the, the worst was when we did the walk to go to get the car. That the was morning. the worst one. That was the worst But one. I'm, you're taking lefts and rights on streets, <laughs> and you're like, ah, that's this, I'm certain of it. And yeah. It's not even, it, we have time. It's just, it's so funny to me, because like I said, you were such a, a beacon, a, a shepherd. I like the, that I use the word shepherd. I didn't even realize it was coming until I said it originally. Mm -hmm. But I, I just, you were such a good shepherd. And I was so like, oh, you had built so much fucking equity. Thank God for that first day, because I'm telling you, I'd be walking around here going, this fucking guy has no idea what he's talking I know. about. But it's shit. That's not important shit. Thank Christ. Thank God. It's just funny little goddamn detours and ordering the wrong tacos three times before yeah. you're getting it right. We've nothing, listened. We have, we have since figured bad. out what the right taco is and have enjoyed it. Uh, I was still able to navigate the, the the comedy store and all that good stuff. Yep. And having the door guys sort of get on our bar on our side. So Sunday was a magical morning. We made our first breakfast here at the condo. It was. was great. We wandered down to a Starbucks. Right. Tried to write, but this magical place was very just so so exciting that it made it difficult. A lot we, going we chatted. On. We did get some ideas out. We did. So I think yeah, that that morning was still productive regardless because we went back and forth on ideas and premises mm -hmm. anyways, and I definitely opened my my. Uh, my breadth of what we were going to write about and what I, my next sort of ventures into writing is going to be and sort of my perspective on how I'm going to write my next set. Um, I think a lot of what I'm, my goal is to be from to, here in LA is, is I'm not really happy with the set that I have. I'm not really happy the level I'm at. I think I should be writing more, um, more truthful, more me kind of stuff. So, and, and just hearing it from you, hearing, hearing, uh, and going back and forth on premises and how where I'm going to write stuff that just helped. It definitely yeah. helped. It was very useful. Well, we did. Um, uh, I want. We're gonna, I want to get into that, but we're yeah. going to save it for because we got a really nice piece of of, of story to come up. For. Yeah, I but, know what you're so talking. We'll, about we'll save now. it for that. Yeah. Um. We we did, but we did some the ideas. We did some writing. We did yep. some chatting. We went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Right. Right. Soul food. Soul food. Ate giant waffles. And and fried chicken. The staff Ugh. was great. We had a great time chatting with the staff. I got pictures with the staff. It's phenomenal. I'm uh, not trying to railroad us out of this. I'm just trying to to speed it up a little bit because if you guys are listen, I, I'm glad you guys are still listening. Yeah, Keith, you can listen thanks to this, for sticking around. Guys. Yeah, you can listen to this incrementally as I'm sure you will because we're at sure. the hour and forty four minute mark, and there's still reasonable amount of stories. So just mm -hmm. thank you for listening. Keep listening. You're at listen. the meat of the story right now. Just so yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, we did the Roscoe's chicken and waffles. It was yeah. so fun. I, at this point, after having the, the pinches tacos and the, the chicken and waffles and the fucking eggs and sausages <laughs> for breakfast, I was telling Mike that I was, I was getting concerned about my fucking health. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't eat garbage all the time. I'm like, as much as I want to try these places that exist, I guys, I'm almost, 
I'm almost at a point where I'm actually, I've made myself sick of the fast food type stuff that I'm, I'm very comfortable with the idea of, because again, we had the chicken bakes, we had the fucking double yeah. cheeseburgers at Costco, and they were amazing. They were They're good, amazing. but yeah, no, no. But I'm just consuming so much American food. Thank Christ I don't live down here, because I'd be <laughs> dead by now. Probably. I would. But I mean, I were eating the chicken and waffles. I didn't finish them. Mikey didn't finish his. But I'm just like, man, I can see why everybody in this country is so fucking fat. Yeah. Uh, sorry, America. Sorry. Uh, America. I'm fucking fat. I'm fucking fat. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, I'm just saying, like the meal was great. The dudes were cool. Yeah, we fucking we got we got a group. We got a family photo at front of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles with our server we and our, our maitre d of the awesome. Roscoe's awesome. Chicken and Waffles. Yeah. Everybody's fucking great. Um, and then our big thing was to come back and go to the Hollywood Improv. They yeah, had a bucket show. It's a bucket show, which I've done before. Didn't get picked on the Sunday, but got picked on the Tuesday night, yeah. which is would have been tonight, by the way. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know how the 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 thing worked. So yeah. This, so we got to the. We walked. We went to the Hollywood uh, Improv. Uh, I saw two uh, comics from Canada, Matt uh, O'Brien and Julia Ladkowitz. Uh, there, so there was. We got to see the tail end of a. Um, of I guess what like a pro pro am show or just maybe a an up and comer show? Yeah, there was like a, yeah I think it was a pro am show and then they were going to do the the later open mic uh, bucket show. So you, we yeah. got to see some pro ams perform. We we talked to the manager thankfully and told him, hey, listen, we're from out of town, we're comedians, and we're going to be up on the next show. But you know what can you do for us? And and sure enough, yeah, he's like, yeah, we got room in the back. We'll we'll give you we'll give you a free. Um, We'll give you free tickets to get in, and uh, they give us these wristbands, and we ended up sitting in the bar and having to one drink minimum. So we had their one drink. We were fine. Mm-hmm. Um, As always, you guys can hear the notifications because yeah. I don't know how to put this thing on fucking airplane mode. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got we got to the uh, the Hollywood Improv, uh, and this is so I I got to clarify uh, the Hollywood Improv, uh, which is owned by Levity Entertainment. Um, they've since sort of narrowed down the club and they've made two clubs or two rooms here. Can I just so, say just a little side interjection that that sure. notification is from my friend, Michelle Romano. Okay. So okay. I told you I'm super friends with millionaires. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just to put context that I was talking to her about Beyond Meat Burgers. I've been so oh. excited about the bomb. She, she, she posted something huh. and I, I sent her a message commenting on it. And she was like, oh my God. It's, anyways. Yeah, cool. That's all it is. All right. cool. I, I'm super friends with millionaires. That's all. Yeah, no big deal. No <laughs> big deal. Kidding. So yeah, the the Hollywood Improv has two rooms. They have the 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 originally used to be like a much smaller room, but since Levity's opened it, they've made it a large sort of like showcase room. Um, that's what the Improv actually looks like. And we never got in there. We 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 ended up going to a uh, to to the lab, which is a smaller workout bar slash room, which is a, it's a, it's a decent stage, but you got to think of it kind of like the belly room. It's like the belly room of you guys the Hollywood know the belly room, right? Yeah. Everyone's familiar with it. No. Well, we talked we talked about the belly room no, because I that's know. the small show we went to. But yeah, it's um, their it's their side room. So it's, it's basically like kind of like their little their little indie venue next to this giant five hundred seat club. Yeah, which is the actual uh, you know Hollywood Improv. Yeah, they would never host an open mic in their main yeah, there's area. There's no way you'd fill it. There's it would no just way. Suck in general. No way. And not to mention like. It's like that place they tend to fill it with like big name comics. Yeah. Like just big name comics. So um, this bucket show, the way a bucket show works mm-hmm. is again, because I'm not used to there's a lot of signups. So instead of signing up via email and you post it like you like you do in a lot of the shows in, in Canada, is uh, there's these tickets. You write your name on the ticket, you throw it in a bucket. 
Now, my understanding of what was going to go on is we were all submitting our names, and then someone's going to take the bucket away, pull right. names out of it, write up a list, and then post it for everyone. That would be nice. So but... I write Josh Williams Canadian on it. Right. I figure the person choosing the names may want to know that that yours truly is from out of town. Being a booker myself, it's nice to have a show where you get new faces on because novelty is a, a good business tool in uh, you know getting repeat business. People right. like to see new things. Nobody wants to buy the same thing over and over and over again in terms of entertainment, right? You're not going to the same movie multiple times. It might be nice to you know add a new character to the sequel. So all I'm saying is I think that I'm going to be putting my name on there with Canadians so that they know I'm a Canadian when they draw the names and make the list. Put it there. Uh, my shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did not tell me that that was the case. Not that it's your position. No, to tell me. I'm just kidding. So I did it, mention a bucket. Show. I thought I thought you would have figured out. That I'm it's a lottery idiot. spot bucket show. I am a fucking idiot. Okay, yeah, Give yeah. me an opportunity to yeah, fuck yeah. myself over. I will. I, I'm not. I'm just trying to add more to the, the fuel of the fire that Mikey's Mikey's out. To, I'm just joking. It's not Mike's fault. Um, but anyway, so that show goes on. Mike gets on the show. He gets drawn. Uh, I would say middle of the show. Yeah. Middle to later in the show. Yeah, it was nice. And I was drawn like way late in the show. Yeah. Um, like maybe one of the last two or three comics. Yeah. Um, uh, Mike did fine. Listen, let's put it, nobody did even well on no. the show. But Mike did fine. I did not do well. <laughs> I, I can't, I didn't, I didn't bought like nobody no. did. There wasn't, there wasn't a good to do on the show, but I did not have fun. I did three minutes. I took a joke that usually takes me about five, and I did it in three. I cut out some parts, and at the end of the day, I did not have fun doing the show. Uh, oh, and the guy, when he drew my name, he goes, Josh Williams, Canadian? Oh, Canadian. Yeah. It says Canadian on the ticket. He wants everyone to know he's Canadian. Are you Canadian? And I'm like, yes, that's fine. So I get up there being you know, advertised as Canadian. There was a comic who was on two people before me who was from, it wasn't from the United States. He was from like Trinidad or Zimbabwe or something. Yeah. And he was shitting on Americans and how stupid they are. And every other yeah. country knows that Americans are stupid. So now here comes another foreigner. I'm sure they can't wait to listen with, with open arms to me. Anyways, didn't go great. One of my best jokes, condensed into three minutes, delivered it immaculately, uh, <laughs> but but didn't, didn't do great. It's one of those things where I do it, I hear a couple of chuckles. They did laugh a little bit, but certainly not what I'm used to for that fucking joke. Right. And I walk off stage, walk past the bar where a bunch of comedians were like, that was a really good joke. I'm like, that's very kind of you thinking. They're like, I really liked it. It was good. You should. And I'm like, all right, it was great. But it's one of those things where it doesn't matter. If you're not hearing them laugh on stage, that's where it matters. Yeah. Yeah. It gets it gets into your head. So we uh, we walk back from the improv, both of us kind of licking our wounds on that yeah. set. Our first time performing this week in the fucking comedy clubs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that was uh, that was our lovely Sunday. Right. Uh, Monday morning, yesterday. All right. Oh, my God. Things are getting better. We've got leads on spots, by the way, at this Ex point. Exactly. People are going to help us get spots and whatnot. Um, but first things first, I do a little promo. Got a little, got a little partner here named DK Books. You might you guys might know that I'm uh, I'm very very fond of, of DK. Well, um, I figured since we're uh, reviewing a book this week, a little bit of context with it, we we take a picture of this book up in front of the Hollywood sign. The Hollywood sign itself, we drive up into the hills off of Mulholland Drive, and uh, and Mikey and I were snapping some pics of uh, of the book just to do a little promo because that's how much I care for my partners. I'm willing to drive into uh, you know we're willing to actually go out and mission specifically 
to uh, to take pictures. So we also booked some uh, podcasts, yeah, which I will tell you guys about very shortly. We're getting close, guys. We're getting close to the uh, the mid mid show break. I will tell you this much: the show is way more than half over at this point. Oh, we yeah. just we're just the recap so far is more than than what's going on. Mm. Uh, so anyways, uh, Hollywood sign, take our pictures. Yeah, we booked some podcasts. Right, Brian Scalero, DJ Demers, Andy Hendrickson, three uh, uh, three buddies of mine who live here in Los Angeles, booked some podcasts with them. And because of the nature of where they live, uh, we did uh, a little scope up out on Brian's area to see if we'd be able to park. Yeah, we had to bring all the podcast gear, so we wanted to make sure that uh, you know we weren't walking through the streets of Los Angeles with. Uh, you know, we won't mention exactly where he lives, but he lives somewhere that's fairly. He lives. Fairly he lives near touristy. Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. yeah, he lives. He lives in a good spot. Yeah, nice boy. Yeah. Um, so the idea is, we just went to scope out the fucking parking situation. Then we went down to scope out, uh, scope out the uh, the El Capitan Theater. I'll explain why shortly. Yeah, and uh, and then we had an In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger. Oh my god! You know yeah. why they call it In and Out because it feels How sexual. It feels. It's so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, it was great. We, we got, uh, you know, post the food. Again, another meal that's just, and you know, I was going to say for animals. Well, that's why they call everything animal style there. All right? Yeah. So we had our food, came back to the condo, got ourselves all prepped up, and went to the comedy store. Yeah. So Monday's the big night uh, yeah. for a comedy store if you're from out of town, if you've never performed. Uh, so Monday is known as potluck night, and it's also known as the Kill Tony show night. And this is the night where all comics, uh, not big name comics, but like, like, uh, you know, up and comers, smaller, in, and anyone who's a door guy, this is their night, and you get free reign access to the club. You get to do what you want at this point. It's really, really fun for that. Um, and so, potluck. If if uh, if you don't know the history behind it, potluck was the opportunity for you to um, initially showcase uh, to the people at the comedy store. And originally the history was that you would do potluck if you were a door guy, or if you put your name in the lottery and maybe you might be able to audition to, to get spots, uh, and showcase to Mitzi and Mitzi Shore being the person who owns the, the, who at the time founded the comedy club. Uh, and I probably founded all of stand up comedy in North America. And, um, so the, the legend goes that if you, if you wanted to be in the eye of Mitzi, and you were a nobody and you weren't a door guy uh, or you were just a new door guy um, and you didn't want to actually do a full showcase, you would go to Potluck and you would sign up. And Mitzi would sometimes show up in the back. There was a There's a nice chair in the back of the OR um, that would be Mitzi's chair and you didn't know if she was going to pop in or not. And if she saw it, thought you were funny, you would probably end up getting an option to showcase. And then if you get to showcase and you pass... Um, this is the, the level that they have. If you get passed, then you become what's known as a paid regular. And a paid regular doesn't seem like much, but to anybody who's a comic and understands what that means, um, being a paid regular has the advantage that you can probably get, you can get on pretty much any night you want uh, at the comedy store by just asking for it and getting your availabilities in. Um, you have the your name on the wall and all that good stuff. So it's pretty, it's, it's pretty exciting. It's, it's yeah. the idea is that like you're, You've graduated. You've been yeah. accepted by by this this high high society of comedy. It's it's interesting. If you know yeah. the character Goldie from I'm Dying Up Here, the show that's 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 Mitzi. That's that's, that's them going. This is this is Mitzi. We have that's to make it. this character and we show up. But that's her. That's a real human being who, by the way, just passed away this year. So yeah. all all of the prestige, all of this just iconic woman who was so pivotal in so many different careers and just such a. A living, breathing fucking essence of, of yeah. the comedy, of what comedy's like and being past 
uh, anyways, there's 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 a shitload of stuff. Yeah, so. and there's the ghosts of that when you walk in this place. It's incredible. That's what I love about this place. Yeah. So so potluck is that is that uh, you know the dream is there for a lot of comics, and they all want to line up. And so we were told. Obviously, I've been here. I've done this potluck sign up before. You show up at. I would say you show up at five p.m. and it, the lineup starts. Yeah, there was and, lines. There was lines yeah. all down. That front area of the comedy store, I would say, I'll try to take some pictures this week, guys. I've taken some out front of the comedy store to get an idea, but the whole fucking, there's the lineup that, it's almost like a a snake that just winds its way through the front area back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then pours out into the street and runs down the street, and there's all these comics waiting to get their names on lists. So, managed, Mikey and I both got our names on the lists for... um, uh, kill Tony, kill Tony, and uh, and and the potluck show. Yeah. I got lucky. I got picked for the potluck show in the original room, and uh, I went up and I did my set. So that show started almost immediately afterwards. So what was weird about that show is that it starts right away, yeah. and the audience hasn't even started to come in yet. Like there's yeah. a couple people. So I was on fourth on that list. You were, and so the issue for excuse me for uh, for for myself was that I had uh, like there's like six six rows of like main sort of seating actual uh, audience yeah and then there's like there's like side tables the at the sides and the back and everything like that for like comics we're all trying to get on the show or, or watch the show so there was a reasonable amount of people in the room i'm coming off the back of that not particularly great show the night before at the improv right i get on stage and i'm thinking oh great most of the people in this room are comics and most of the room is still empty because the audience isn't there so the earlier you go up on this fucking show uh you know, the less people are watching you. I go, I do good. I do much, much better than I did the much. night before with twice as many people because this time it's not all just comics. And, and three minutes set. Yeah, and the comics who came this time were actually not pieces of shit because maybe it's just part of, part of being in the, uh, at, at the comedy store. Yeah. But uh, set went well. My good friends, uh, DJ Demers, showed up to do a spot dj fucking destroyed yeah. and i got to see john hastings who i haven't seen in a very long time he uh made his home in the uk for uh for several years and uh and john now makes his home in los angeles he's been there for about a month anyways a fun show some some talent yeah. some some whatever but i did the potluck show mikey uh got in line for the kill tony show so right kill tony show i i apologize mikey i was sort of reading uh reading ahead and i may have space so if you covered this already just stop me did my tracks, yeah no but, yeah but kill tony is a live a uh, live podcast it's available of course for download later but it's like a live podcast where you do a minute of material one minute one minute yeah. and then uh tony hinchcliffe uh in this case dom Herrera was a guest judge and then one of the producers brian, brian redben yeah. uh they all will sit there and give you advice of course they also have like a fun little band called the best damn band in the land and they chime into yeah, you know, like three different Kevin Eubanks. They yeah. do they do theme. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Watkins, who does the who leads that band, is incredible. He's hilarious. That guy. Yeah, and, they and, were all Starbucks baristas. Yeah, that was their theme for the night. They were going to come in as Starbucks baristas, and and I I tell you, you don't hear it on the podcast, but you see it live. Um, uh, Jeremiah was in character the whole time, doing that yeah. weird fake service smile. center smile yeah. he never lost it the whole time no, was up. i actually phenomenal. leaned over to mike and said does he look like that all the time <laughs> yeah. he can? mike's like no he's in character we chatted with him after the show yeah, actually. he's great. It was super cool yeah but uh so but yeah so we, we sat in there the kill tony show just to save you guys some time there there wasn't many people they spent a lot of time talking to people but I, it's I a have bucket to say, show, so we have to say yeah. this is a bucket show that they pick names out of a bucket that you had signed up for yeah they pick a name out and now yeah. it's that person to run to the stage yeah so it's a two-hour show from eight to ten. I they only drew six comics. Yeah. I could be wrong by maybe one number, but I think it was Something exactly like six yeah. comics. Um, I won't go into each one of them. There's no point. But 
Uh, Mikey got called up. I got called up. Which was up. great. And I was so excited for Mike to get called up. This was my third time trying to get on Kill Tony. Well, you got on this and time. And I got buddy. on this time. I was so happy. Mikey went on. He did a minute. And uh, and then they started talking to him. And uh, in this, you know, I don't want to I want to <laughs> talk about it, but I don't want to, you know, uh, to, go on about it too much. Yeah. To give you context, I mean, it, yeah. So the, the key is you do your one minute set. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're not, if you come prepared, you're fine. Um, what really matters is the discussion that happens afterwards. Right. So it's almost like the the minute is just a formality, so yeah. they can start talking to you. Yeah, and, and see how you and see how you deal with it. Yeah, just maybe basically it's like a crowd work show almost. Almost. But uh, here's the thing: so they start talking to Mikey, and you know what we were talking about Starbucks right? when Mike was talking about you know the direction of going his material and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Mike. Um, I don't know. Fuck, Mikey. Have you listened to all the podcasts recently? Did I already talk about you know how you and I sort of got got chatting in the first place? How we sort of you know became friends and were closer and stuff. I, I'm not sure if you mentioned that. Uh, so, Mike, may I? Yeah, may I listen? Is there anything you'd prefer I didn't say? Well, I, it's out on on a on a multi million listener podcast right. now. So, right. so it's not much. I did reveal a couple. Of well, things, for the, yeah. there you go. Well, yeah, for what it's worth, guys is is. Uh, Mikey has been through some tough shit in the last year. Yeah. Um, part of his being able to go on the road and stuff like that is that he's, you know, uh, going through a divorce. Yeah. yeah, definitely getting divorced, but that's a fucking process. There's a bunch of jokes on divorce because it's not a fun thing and it no. sucks. And you got to find that funny. Mm-hmm. And they started asking him just little questions. Hey, so you hear this, blah, blah. And they, they very quickly got it out of him that he's got kids uh, and him and his, you know, baby mama are not together anymore. And um, they started, you know, asking him more questions about that. And um, what I had said to him the other day, this was, you know, at Starbucks, this was after our sets at Starbucks, um, was that that he's got something to say. He's gone through some real shit, some real pain. Um, you know, and uh, I go, that's fascinating to people. And uh, it sucks. It hurts to talk about, but you know, he, he, his, his ex-wife, you know, was, was caught in the act, something that nobody, everybody, you know, yeah. kind of fears and nobody, nobody ever wants to have happen. No. So shitloads of, of, of empathy to my friend. And, and here's the thing. This was, this, this kill Tony show is a show where Tony and the other people are like looking to do crowd work. They're looking to sort of roast you and rip yeah. on you or whatever. And as much as they were, were trying to do that and whatnot, um, you could even see, like, Mike had an opportunity to say to them, like, hey, I, I'm, I'm listening to the show. Like, I, I listen to Kill Tony all the yeah, time. Yeah, you can ask me anything. I'll yeah. be honest and answer yeah. everything. Because th- th- I know what makes a good post-set uh, interview, right? Yeah. Like, and even, even, even Tony had to at one point. Like, the way he kept asking questions, like, so did your baby mama, like, were, were sex, was sex good before this happened? Yeah. All these, these, cr- and I, I could tell he was he was asking questions he was interested in. But even at one point, he's like, man, I'm sorry. It's like, you, you listen to the show, you know how, like, Tony was basically, like, with other people, he wasn't being apologetic, but no. he's like, but he was, he knew he was asking questions about real pain. Yeah. He knew you were being honest. Yeah. And even he was like, I can't, I can't fucking tear a guy's <laughs> yeah, heart yeah. out. Well, like I said, it's like kicking a puppy. Yeah. Right. You can't, you, like, you don't do that. And he, he I mean, he's all, some people do. There are pieces of garbage. He's all about being a heel, but there's a limit to being a heel, right? Yeah. He, the, I, even he's not willing to like ruin your life. Yeah. Over yeah, it, yeah. You know? So it was, uh, I, I found it, um, it was interesting. 
I, I, I definitely used it as a way to hammer you over yeah, the head yeah, and go, yeah. now, did you see that? Yeah, you were vulnerable was. and that's all they wanted to ask you questions yeah. about. And it sucks. Not, not just the vulnerability, but I'm like, but it's interesting to people to hear that someone is going through a divorce. Divorces happen, but the, why it happened, how yeah. it's happening, how you're feeling about it, what was going on beforehand. Like these are all things that are, are fascinating and, yeah. and can be made funny. Yeah. Anyways, uh, my, my favorite insanely, part, yeah. my favorite part of that post interview happened before when it got real serious was when, uh, you know, I, I mentioned that I do comedy in French and then they turned to uh, Joel Berg Jimenez, who's the drummer in the band in the back. And he, he tends to throw in punchlines and, uh, and he's, he's, he's of, uh, there's the, he's of a Mexican descent. So obviously as soon as I said, yeah, I do comedy in French, uh, you know, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe turns to Joel Berg. He said, do you, do you, do you ever thought about doing comedy in Spanish? Joel Berg. And he just, you know, Joel Berg's like, no, I, never, I don't know if I can do that. And, and obviously, I, I saw the opportunity I had to take. Is you, I know the lesson that you take on Kill Tony is you don't take a dig at any of these comics because they're faster than you and they're so much faster witted than you. Um, but I had to do this. It was perfect timing. And I turned around and I said, well, how did you actually do comedy in English, Joel Berg? And, and the, like, and it, everyone went yeah. nuts. It was the perfect yeah, line was, to say at good. that time. It was good. It got a really good I don't response. know. It came out, it came to me. And then, and then, uh, and then, uh, Tony was asking, well, do you know how to play the drums? Yeah. You know, it has back and yeah. like, oh, you, you play the drums. And, and I, I said, I don't know. I don't can't play the drums, but if this spot's available, I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. Was, it was good. It was timing. good. Yeah. Like you, you did good, dude. You were vulnerable. Yeah. You, you yeah. had some sharp responses. I, I have to say, it was it was super impressive. I was super happy for you. Stop yeah. looking at the clock. You're spending the rest of the night here. That's true. Tell it. I'm just kidding. No, no, no I'm kidding. Um, it, it was good. I was really happy for you. So that that is also out. So you guys can find the Kill Tony episode from yeah. this week. And uh, there's it's on YouTube as well. So you can actually watch Mikey on stage and all the talk. You can see the whole exchange. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll give you the episode number on it too. It's. Uh, let's see. So you look for that. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So that was that was our uh, our Monday night. Now I again I was tired. Um, I'm I can't do it like Mikey can. Mikey's in much better. Shape than <laughs> I, can. I can't do it. I can't fucking. I cannot get up at the. I'm also waking up two hours before you are. Yeah. So that last two hours of the day does make a difference. I mean, I'm I'm doing good at, at trying, but I can't do it. So. Uh, we we did those shows. I think those shows were over at like ten or eleven. We went over to our favorite place in the world, Pinchas Tacos. Again, found the right kind of tacos. Magic happened. I went back to the condo. Mikey <clears throat> stayed till God knows when. Yeah. Um. This morning we woke this up. Breakfast morning. again. Huge success as always. Um. We did a podcast with uh with my buddy Brian Scalero. Yep, at his house. So that podcast will be coming out on Friday. Um, but, but yeah, podcast with Brian Sclero, amazing, great times. Um, in and out burger. Yeah. I did it again. Cause we had to go through the drive-thru. Yeah. We just needed to something quick. We knew it was on the way and it was quick. We had, it was delicious. We though. had such a fucking trouble parking. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to go into it too much. All I'm saying is that we scoped out Brian's area to find yeah. parking and, and it was still. the biggest fight. We spent 30 minutes driving around and to the point where Mikey actually had to drop me off to go inside and get the goddamn podcast started. Yeah. And and then I'd go find a parking spot. Yeah, and then he and went then, and found the park. So amazing, yeah. amazing co co producer in terms of the the podcast interview. Yeah. So that was that morning. This morning, uh, I think the podcast was was fun. Yeah. You guys are going to enjoy it. It's great. Uh, we did our In and Out Burger, and then we headed to Burbank to do another podcast with another amazing comedian, a good friend of mine, DJ Demers. That's right. So stay tuned for that one. You that guys was, have two great, great bonus episodes coming out your way in the near future. So. 
that's that's been the week thus far. We got back from DJ's thing in Burbank. We were going to go to another club tonight, but we just don't have the energy. And we had to get this podcast done. Yeah, we, we need right? to get this out for you guys. I we, think that's the thing, right? We so, crossed the two-hour mark, yeah. all right? And we're just getting ready. So that's that's the week. That's been the week so far. All that stuff going on. I'm telling you, it feels, it's only been, what? So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's been five days, five days. if you include the travel day, the vast majority of the day that was travel. Yeah. And, uh, and we still have... Three days left. Three days left. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. Jesus, it's it's, it's it feels great. like so much time already. Yeah. Um, it, it's gonna be fun. So we've been doing lots of walking. Yep. Been good bitches that way. Have been eating bad food, but we've been but offsetting it by drinking this green, this green kale puke. slop crap. Yeah. Suja. Like if vegetables could miscarry, that's yeah. what it tastes like. This is this is vegetable <laughs> abortion. I don't know how how plants become pregnant, but if they ever miscarry. That that's would, what that's what that is precisely what i do is. know how plants become pregnant by the way i do know how pollination and seed works yeah i'm just Still. it's not actual it's when one facts and really science loves another funny. plant yeah when two male plants yeah oh man i can't wait till uh our our, our world evolves to the point where plants can choose their own gender oh that'd be amazing you know Go like, we'd I, have to ask i'm it. flowering but i really i would much rather be yeah yeah hmm I'm that, I mean, it that's when mother as. nature starts being accepting of yeah. all things. We'll see. Um, so yeah, we've been, we've been doing good exercise. We've been eating good in the morning, but we've been eating like shit in the yeah. afternoon, evening. Um, there, there's an interesting, I wanted to talk about this. I want to be very, very quick about it. Uh, just to, to share. There's an interesting dynamic behind the comedy store. Yeah. So the way it works, guys, there's a parking lot behind the comedy mm. store, but they have like, they jam the cars, they double and triple park the cars. So it's been interesting standing there watching comics come and go and yeah. shoot the shit in the back because there's like a valet. Yeah. People, door guy is yeah, a valet. People are not allowed to walk in the back parking lot. No. no one's allowed there except for the comics and the door, the valet door guy that parks And they're the not cars. allowed to park there unless you are a paid regular. Correct. It's not or, for anybody. Yeah. It's not just for anybody. So That's it's a, a very exclusive parking lot for yeah. it. It's very limited. Too, and it's so. interesting to just watch like a, there's basically a door guy who constantly yeah. is moving vehicles. That's his job for the Double night. and triple parking and moving the vehicles so that comics can come and go is it's very, right. very interesting. They figured out the timing too. They know their schedule. Yeah. So if they know that they're only doing one spot and they need to get out, then they'll 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 put the car put the car ready area, to go out. It's incredible the way they do that. Yeah, I have it's, to give them credit. It, I can't describe it in words. All yeah. I, all you gotta think is it's just like a double triple park park. Like you're, if you ever park in a in a parking garage and they're like, yeah, give us your keys and they they you know they know they double and triple park. It's the same idea, yeah, same but it's idea. just one guy doing like 20, 30 cars. Yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive. So I just want to say that's a that's a very interesting. I've never seen that at a comedy club before. No. They're just constantly organizing vehicles behind, but it's it, it very very cool. It's cool. Um, also saw this um, on our, our Uber driver when we were coming up yeah. from LAX. We got in the car and right in his center console was like a plastic case with all these different cookies and Skittles yeah. and snacks and bars and all these things. And um, I was like, hey, what's the deal with this? Like you sell stuff. He's like, no, no, there's like free stuff there. I'm like. Okay. Free, free stuff he's like yeah like you can have like free skittles or there's like these oatmeal cookies that are free or you know i've got these like german cookie thing i'm like what are you talking about free why is it free because immediately yeah, my brain go like here? yeah immediately my brain is like well why would how the fuck does that make any sense how do they make money right at the end of the day i know that nobody does anything for nothing it's not like oh no it's just a free gift from no that's a, it's to get something. You get a free blanket when you sign up for a MasterCard. What's this? What's the, in it for them? You sign up for a MasterCard, they're going to get your goddamn interest money. Right? So I'm trying to figure it from this guy. And this guy was a nice guy. Very nice guy. 
Um, but he just wasn't. Per- he was on the. I don't know. I feel like he was socially awkward. Is that yeah? Fair? Is fairly, that fair? yeah. Socially awkward because very socially awkward. You could tell he was like, uh, like he wasn't a storyteller. He was definitely someone who I almost felt like he just didn't want to talk. He would have been just fine so? if we didn't talk. If he had the light talk, like once I got him talking about punk music and stuff like that, yeah, then you it was guys like, were fine. Yeah, we're fine after that. And I was just trying to relate to him in some way, but before that, he was just like, he's just like, yeah, there's free. It's like free. You you have like cookies or something, and sometimes yeah. they give me some money if you get the cookies. And I'm like, I'm sitting here going, I'm work? like, you're getting paid money. I'm getting free stuff. How? What business model is this? So eventually, and I got to say, it was quite the eventuality. I got him to explain that the these things are new products. So they're like new flavors of things. Like the Skittles that we got were like sweet heat. So they're like sweet and then spicy Skittles. Yeah, they say fruity flavors with a spicy kick. They got sizzling strawberry, blazing mango, lemon. I'm, we're giving them free fucking plugs for this shit. But yeah. Skittles sweet heat. And it, we had a little sort of like a like a one of those uh, Halloween candy sized yeah. samples of it. And so what happened was I got it out of them that these are new flavors of things. And effectively this is a way for them to sample out stuff. So what happens is they've got like a little URL on the box and a, and a code that's specific to his, his Uber or whatever. Yeah. And I guess it links with his Uber account. So what's happening is it's very similar to what I do is where I give away samples in hopes that you'll buy the products. So rather than a marketing company, buying, paying someone like me to stand in a place and hand out something. This is clearly a company that gets a bunch of products to give them the products. Then right. they put them in cabs and if people sign up for them and some of them were like, you know, a, like a dollar or whatever, but, yeah. it's, but it's still like, it's like some of it's free. Some of it's a dollar, but the idea is that products are being given away or, or, you know, marketed. You're trying sample versions of them and they pay the driver for pushing people to try them and they pay, you know, they, and they're basically giving something free to the recipient. So I was saying like, dude, you should just be like, hey, free samples. You know, do you want yeah. you want a free sample of something? Cool. You just entered in this URL on your phone and put, punch in that code. And it took like two seconds. Yeah, it was quick. Too. Both Mike and I did. And he was telling me that he made like 10 bucks from that. Yeah. He made 10 bucks because both of us caught three free things. Imagine that, guys. The next time you jump in your Uber, you can get cookies, Skittles, something. Costs you nothing. You just gave your driver a $5 it was like tip. like a tip, man. Yeah. So I was like, I fucking wish this company would be in Canada. I have the the picture on my phone. I might post it. I got all sorts of shit. Guys, I've been taking so many pictures. <laughs> anything I forget, anything you want to know, I will tell you about. But I found that interesting. You know what? You guys know I drive Uber. I would love that in my car because every time someone gets in, they can give me a $5. I can make an extra $5. Do you know yeah. how much more money I would make every single fucking day? I'm already doing these, these promos, whatever. I thought that was particularly interesting as a mm. business model. And it makes sense. If you're trying new products, yes, give away free samples, but you're only giving away a, you're only getting paid when you give the sample away. Yeah, if you can somehow get someone which to convince great. themselves to to sign up for well, there's no not they're not even asking for any of our information. Mm-hmm. Nothing. They just want some sort of confirmation. Maybe it's like a, a yeah. IP or something, but the idea is they just want some confirmation that someone's actually going in instead of the driver going, I gave away 10 samples. Yeah. And you owe me this much. No, it's a it's a, a phone that's logged in. Punches in the number. He gets paid because it's basically him pushing the product sample. Yeah. But you're getting paid by the sample. That's right. So you don't do it. You don't get paid. You do it. You do get paid. Yeah. Very easy. A great way to make sure that the money is actually working. Okay. Um, they send him the stock. Anyways, whatever. Very cool thing I saw cool. in Los Angeles. Last talking point I will I will say prior to us starting is there are these silly little fucking electric scooters uh, all over this goddamn city. Bird. They're called birds. B-I-R-D. 
Uh, not that, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying, just letting you, just in case you heard it, and you're like, birds? Yeah. No, bird. B-I-R-D. Tweet, tweet. Um, you just, you, Mikey looked into it specifically because we kept seeing them everywhere. But the idea is like, you get on the scooter, put your credit card in it, and you just zip around on these little electric scooters. You, yeah. And you ditch them. You don't you don't put them back on a you bike don't put, rack. So you don't even put a credit card in it. You, no? You, no. You, you download the app. Oh, okay. And you scan the bird with your app, and then that unlocks it. I see. And then, and from what you understand is, is it's an electric thing. Uh, it's electric powered. There's a trigger for the throttle. Um, you're required to push three times on it, like kind of get it, like get it going. And then the throttle will kick in and then it'll just, you'll go. Yeah. And, and it's a dollar to start. Uh, and then and 15 cents 15 a minute. Cent, and in Los Angeles, 15 cents for every minute that you use it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't go by distance and whatever. And then I guess when you're done with it, you just, Leave Jump, it there. Leave it there on yeah. the side of the street. Like you would you would take this. Yeah. Yeah. You you get on it. Let's just say you get in on one in front of yours because they're sitting on side streets. They're sitting on main street. They're sitting all over the fucking place. Just like abandoned. Like, but, not, but that's the whole system. And so like, for example, these people took, uh, there was a group of four people that took them to the comedy store. Yeah. We were sitting on the patio. These four people got off them, walked into the comedy store. Yeah. And, and I, I looked there. at Mike and I was like, you know what's funny? Because like these people, I wonder if these people expect them to be there when they get out. And it's like, no. In fact, other people got on them, yeah. just walked up, got on them, put the tap their thing and, and fucked, fucked off. off. Them. Yeah. There's people buzzing around on these things all over the place. They're electric. Yeah. Now I know my Canadian listeners, which are the vast majority of my listeners are like, well, that guys it would never work in our city because of snow and all that other shit. Right. But in a place like Los Angeles, where it's sunny all the time, you leave these little fucking things out, get on it, tap a thing, <clears> and then you screw off. Dude, we have to try one before we leave. We have we to do. find some reason to fucking do it. Yeah, and, the, and I found out too, the other model that's interesting is I always wondered like, what, what do you do like when you just leave these? Yeah, like, they must die. The batteries must die, must die at die some point. Them. And sure enough, there's, there's a system in place where you can sign up and you can pick these things up, bring them home with you, and then you charge it overnight at your house. You pay to charge it and they'll pay you to charge these things up, you're, I think I don't, there's a term for it, but uh, yeah, you're basically you're. They're gonna pay you to charge these things up and keep them at your house, and, and then, then you release them back, back in the on wild. Your lawn, yeah, yeah, just throw it back on the main street, and you're done, right? Yeah. Um, and I bet you, if if someone who's very lucrative drives around in a truck and picks these things up, brings them all to his house, and has this big rig thing in his garage where he just sets it up and plugs a bunch of them in. He probably makes a freaking killing. It's like, got to be relative to like the electrical cost of actually doing that. Like your hydro yeah. bill obviously goes up, but because these systems are in place to like not really pay you that well. No, because if you did, they would just collect them and charge them themselves. Then again, you'd have you're factoring everything in. But no, if I was renting a place and I didn't pay hydro, then that's exactly that's, what I would do. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. But then you'd have to hope that people were dropping these little fuckers off right at your house. Otherwise, you're wasting your gas going around collecting. That's them. true. But Unless you had an electric car. It's interesting, just, guys. Like, these yeah. things are fucking everywhere. And they're annoying. They're, every time we go for a walk, yeah. you know? I mean, we see a bunch of them, mostly because Mike doesn't know where he's going, and we just follow him yeah, around thanks, for a while. Thanks, thanks. We see a shitload of birds. But uh, just interesting. A, a thing here in California that you'd never see up in Ottawa, Toronto. No. All the places, you know what I mean? Like Maybe snow. soon, though, but we'll see. I, in it, the first summertime, I could see that happening. Because we do see the Bixie bikes and the rental yeah, bikes and stuff. Yeah, so, but yeah. those, and that, that's the thing with those guys. is like my brain goes, okay, well, those, you, you, you pick them up, and then you, 24 hours later, you drop them back off where you got them. Yeah. It's like a blockbuster video of bicycles. Yeah. But no, these were, this is basically you just ride it, 
you get the fuck off of it when you're done, and that's it. It Charges that's it. you for your little ride. It's like little little <clears throat> scooter Ubers. It's when you didn't want to. It's when you didn't want to walk. Is that, they're not called scooters. What are those? They're things like called? a scooter. Is that was that what they're called? It's, it's like a push scooter. So we're talking like the little flat bar on the bottom with the handlebars that come out. Yeah, of it. the ones it's that like you a skateboard see with handlebars. Yeah, you see the annoying kids you see running around with those things yeah. all the time. And like every time I see someone who's like an adult riding those push scooters, I immediately think pedophile. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, because no one seriously should be riding those things right? ever, ever. Yeah, well, we've got. So, guys, here's here's where we're at. All right, we got. We're at the midsection of the of the the podcast. Sponsors are coming up. I want to just say this: contact at onemanpodcast.com. You're all superheroes for listening this far. Appreciate it. Keep it going. We're gonna be doing some other shit coming up here. Uh, I think Mike needs to go to the bathroom. So you go ahead. I'm trying to figure out what that hand signal was. It looked like you were trying to pretend someone was blowing you. Um. Yeah, so it's been a fucking great week so far. We're we're jamming every day full of shit. I'm exhausted. I want to throw in the towel, but I'm just I don't want to miss opportunities. I don't want to waste any time on this trip. Uh having a blast. We will keep the fun shit going with you guys. Uh send in any emails, contact at one podcast.com. We still have a few days here for next episode. So uh very excited to talk to you guys about that. Um in the meantime, I just wanted to say one thing that I'm watching. Uh, I've watched one episode of Making a Murderer. I thought I was going to get more of it done on the plane, but I didn't. For some reason, episode two didn't download, and I feel like I can't just get into a whole season of something. So um, I'd love to know what your thoughts are on it. Um, try not, well, I mean, send me what you want, but if you send me something about Making a Murderer 2, I won't read the email until I've finished watching it. Um, and again, we try to be respectful of each other, right? No spoilers, if avoidable, would be great. Um, so yeah, uh, it's sponsor time, motherfuckers. And who is my, uh, who are my sponsors? You know who it is, my partners. At PortablePress.com, Uncle John's Ibatrumrita. And uh, this week, uh, we're going to be reading from a brand new edition of Uncle John's Bathroom Reader. It's Uncle John's Actual and Factual Bathroom Reader, Tried and Tested Truths and Trivias. Guys, this is their 31st annual edition. And... Uh, I'm actually pulling it up here. Mike is going to help me get through these. Yeah. With all of the uh, the things, the, the way things have been going uh, these days. <laughs> In terms of just, you know, I'm trying to, oh, it's enhancing the photo. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Enhance. 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 So the way things have been going, uh, both Mikey and myself have been out, you know, we're we're single bachelor yeah. dudes. You know what I mean? We're, we're in Los Angeles. Not to say that we're doing anything. I'm trying no. to find. I'm trying to wait up, find a way to fucking throw to this goddamn plug. Well, I mean, it's it's it's. it's uh, I am I am did mention that I was at Kill Tony and that all the shit that happened with me and all the, the tough divorce stuff, which yeah. evidently leads to the fact that I'm I am in fact dating. Yeah, I, I'm out there. And I there's guess, in some way there's dating and there's there's fucking there's terminology for the dating world. Apparently, you're dating, buddy. You you may be serendipidating. Ah, serendipidating. Oh, look at me throwing right to that. This this article is called "I'm Serendipidating." Okay, <coughs> Jesus Christ! If you haven't been on the market in a while, you'll be amazed at how much dating lingo has changed, thanks largely to smartphones and social media. Here are some terms for you to learn, just in case you need them someday. I need to learn these. That's weird. Some of these I haven't heard of. Before. I didn't read them all. I only read two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this will work perfect. So, perfect. benching and backburnering. That's weird. So, benching or backburnering. When you don't want to date someone, but you string them along to keep them from looking 
for someone else. Ah. Similar to athletes who are on the team but never leave the bench. Ah, I could see that. That's a shitty thing to That's do. That's a shitty thing. Well, I think the thing with these apps is you're getting a ton of people all at once. And then you're like, I want to see where this goes. But I also like you too. So I'm going to kind of keep you in the back burner. And come back and, and then come back to you later. I, I don't the know. Fact, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a nice thing to do. But here's no. the thing. What, there's, that it's so much, that there's so much of it being done that there's actually a term for it. I think that's yeah, what bothers that's, me. That seems typical, yeah. Uh, the next one is fire dooring, uh, which is when someone contacts you via text or social media uh, but doesn't respond to your replies. Now, fire doors open from the inside but are locked on the outside. Oh, okay. So they can they can send you shit, but they never respond. Well, Does that make sense? When someone yeah, contacts yeah. you via text or social media but doesn't respond to your replies. So they message you, and then you respond, and then there's nothing. That's right. So, so they'll say, like, hey, how you it, doing, blah, 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 and you respond back, and then it's like a void. It's like you're so it's like, screaming it, It's like void. ghosting. I think that's a better example of ghosting because a ghost will make a noise, and you're like, hello, is anyone there? And then nothing. I think, it, I think it's more along <laughs> the lines of texting on their terms at all times. Yeah, that's... Like, yeah, that's another shitty thing. And this is all shitty things. Doesn't that sound like the desperate person? Like, you yeah. message them, and they respond, and it's like, and then nothing. You're like, oh, it's only when it's good for you. These are all shitty things. Well, man. here's catfishing. So creating a fake online persona complete with fake photos and phony details and pretending to be that person while flirting online. Now, they call it... There's a, yeah, I knew that's that just someone. That's just someone being a... They, oh, you knew that term? Yeah, there's a movie called Catfish. Oh, I didn't know that. It talks about this. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh, and there's, there's a derivative. There you go. Yeah. So the next one would be kitten fishing. Uh, it's like catfishing, but using your own exaggerated information and doctored images to create the impression that you're smarter, younger, wealthier, or better looking than you really are. That's, that's called that's called fucking online dating. That's called Los <laughs> Angeles, especially. Yeah, I have I. Uh, I think the last time I was online, uh, I, I I browsed or I looked at someone's. Uh, I went through the profile of Bumble and I looked and I could see right away. Uh, a lot of people who are self-employed, who are uh, entrepreneurs was the big one, I think, that they used. A lot of people are uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, it, it, yeah, we know you're driving Uber, and we know, <laughs> you know you're, you're, you're living in a really crappy apartment in like you know, Los Feliz. I get it. Uh, and so you have beautiful pictures, I have to say, beautiful pictures. But, but at the same time, I'm sure if I met you, I would find oh, you yeah. equally uninteresting. We got cushioning which is keeping in contact with one or more prospects just in case your current relationship sours. Uh, so they will cushion your fall. When you That's the same as fucking eh, back benching. Back I benching. Think. Yeah, whatever. Uh, window shopping, which is interacting with someone on social media without any inter intention of meeting them in person. That's yeah. That's just string. That's where you just want to talk to somebody. At least that makes sense. Somebody. That makes sense. And it's different. I'm no okay one gets with hurt with that though. Like even, uh, you're wasting yeah. someone's time. All it I says is say. interacting with someone on social media without yeah. any intention of meeting them in person. Yeah, it doesn't say leading them on. No, any of you're interacting. So we got mooning, uh, which I already know what that means, but I guess there's uh, a social media version. Apparently, setting your phone, uh, setting your phone to send a particular person straight to voicemail whenever they call. <gasps> the do not disturb icon on the iPhone is a moon. Ah, uh, that's why. So I you're basically. Uh, I don't know if that's a. That's a, I hate that term. That's basically just not answering someone's calls. Yeah, you just block them. That's you, all you do. That's what it sounds like. You've blocked yeah. them so that they just go to voicemail. It's like blocking, but you still get the voicemail. Right. Yeah, it's just... I kind of get that, though. I sometimes don't want to talk on the phone. Cause but talk, you don't set it always to block them no matter what. You just kind of ignore the call when it comes, right? Or do you actually set someone so that they, you never get their call? 
Whenever they call it. That's, this would be a direct, yeah. You can do that. Have you ever made that mistake? I got in a big fight with Crystal one time. Yeah. Well, not really a big fight. She was she was understandably upset because she was c- trying to contact me all night. Yeah. And I never got the messages because I had accidentally put her on do not disturb. On do not disturb. Yeah, so what yeah, that yeah, meant yeah. was like, every time off. she called or messaged, I never got it. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so that's the thing. But I, but that's what I'm saying. Like you, like yeah. There's sometimes you can't talk to someone. You send them the voicemail. But she, when you set them deliberately to yeah, yeah, that's ignore, more that's a specific what mooning, thing. I think, means. Because I, I oftentimes get calls and I'll just won't answer them because I think, you know what, if, unless you texted me first saying, hey, can I call you? It sounds odd to say, but a call requires an immediate attention. It's like, you, whatever you're doing, drop it and answer the phone so that you can deal with whatever the heck I'm dealing with on the phone. And I, I think a text can always be sort of like dealt with after the fact. It doesn't have to be responded right away. I can read it. I can If I'm in the middle of something, I can just, maybe some can't. That's a so, reasonable policy, a reasonable but policy. some people get really mad when you don't text them back. That too. I've done that too. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm not the greatest for that either. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I will, I, I've made an effort to text people back now. If someone yeah. texts me, I will text back and I'll start continue a conversation. So, yeah. Uh, the next one is catch and release. Um, someone who's more interested in landing a date with someone than continuing to see them forward. Um, as soon as they catch someone, uh, they release them. It's not, yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen lots of different levels of that. It's basically yeah. going, I want you until I get your, it's like the, it's like the chase. As soon yeah. as you chase them and then, then, and they, then, just, and then they go, oh, okay, let's try. Thanks, it's over. Like, Meh. You're too easy. Yeah. I, I got, well, I, yeah, I know now that I know I can have you, I don't yeah, want you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Emergency call. Arranging for a friend to call you in the middle of your date so that if it's going badly, oh. you can pretend the call is an emergency and end the date. I have to go. My dog is sick. I've totally I don't think some people this. would understand that one. Oh, I think a lot of women do Dog? This. My dog is sick? Well, yeah. You know, I mean, if if would you say, like, I mean, yeah, I have to go. My dog is sick. Like, yeah, something would be a, a bullshit excuse to get the hell out. But I think you almost know, like, my dog is sick. It's like, how do you know? Someone's at your house watching your dog. Yeah, maybe that they have a roommate or something like that. I would smell bullshit. But I would smell bullshit too. But all it is really is... is I mean, that's an example, by the way. I think a lot of women do this too because I think that's the thing they're taught where they're like, if they're going on a first date, is he creepy or not? And do I need to get the the hell out of here? He said he didn't have any pets. Yeah, Uh. (laughs) yeah. Uh, so the next one is, uh, I guess, the, ti- the, tit- the, the you know, titular titular one, uh, serendipitating, uh, which is uh, repeatedly putting off a date with someone in the hope that someone better will come along. There's a lot of that benching and that fucking moon, similar mooning, but what is it? The cushioning, cushioning, cushioning benching, cushioning, yeah. dating. It's all, it's all similar. I guess you have to decide which one is so fucking specific to exactly what you're doing. Well, this one, one is better. setting up a date, constantly putting off, like, oh, I got to set up, and now I can't make it, blah blah. blah. And just putting but off a just, date, never doing benching? it, because in between, well, no, benching is where you've actually, uh, you don't want to date someone, but you string them along. And you keep looking for someone else. But you don't is, actually. This is saying that in the hopes that someone better will come along. So it just sounds like you don't really want to date this person either. That's true. You know what? Or do you want to I think yes. this is feller. Yeah. I think they should have put all three of them together yeah, and really, really one term, them. all three terms. Yeah. So we got cricketing slash R bombing. Mm, R bomb. Mm. Uh, when you read a message someone sent to you, some apps like Facebook Messenger notify the sender you've read it, but don't respond. Right. The sender can tell you're ignoring them. Ah, uh, so yeah. Cricketing. cricketing. I think that started a lot with BlackBerry Messenger. 
Yeah. Because BlackBerry Messenger initially was the first messenger I remember that you could tell if someone actually read it or de- or, or was delivered. I turn off the read. Time. I turn off the read receipts on my iPhone. Yeah, but BBM didn't do that. You you nope, had BBM to. did not, and Facebook Messenger doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. So you, there's no way to turn that th- off. The strategies. Yes. Right? When someone messages you, sometimes if your window's already open, yeah, you'll see what the message is, but it's still flashing because you haven't clicked on that's the window. It. As soon as you click on so the little note, yeah, on, yeah, 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 then you can see that it's there. Yeah, I, I, that's I, I, like I intentional. Got skills. I yeah, got skills. but yeah, I mean, I get that when. When, when um, yeah, sometimes you just don't respond, and you know you've read it. I think it's a question of focus. Like sometimes I'm doing something during the day, I can't respond. Right. Uh, and even if I say okay, that's like saying oh, that's inviting you to respond. I, I think it's ruder, especially if it's something that requires a fair amount of response. It's ruder to just say okay or a single line word, and then and then ignore them after. So I pr- I'd prefer to just get the message and come back to that later. Now, yeah. sometimes forget. That's the mind. It's really eh, bad fuck on it. me. That's not that it happens. It happens. Uh, the next one is flexing, uh, which is boasting online to impress someone you're hoping to date. Makes sense. It sounds more that's like that. So that's peacocking. It sounds like the... I like peacocking. Well, what's that thing? That. Catfishing and kitten fishing and... Yeah. And uh, what is it? All those ones that are like, oh, you know, just basically boasting something that you're not. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. You're just you're just overtly doing it. Monkeying, Ooh. which I love the word monkey, so I'm already on board. Moving from one relationship to another without pausing in between, like a monkey swinging from one rope to another. They swing on vines, goddammit. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Monkeying, you know, I, I guess. That makes sense. I yeah. get it. Uh, the next one is, the last the one final, here. Final, yeah. Final one is a turkey dump. Um, <laughs> I kind of like. And the I've name heard already. of this one before. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, I heard this one. It's before. one of years oh, and years, right, right, years right. and years ago. Yeah, yeah. It was when a freshman, uh, when a freshman comes home from college, or freshman home from college for Thanksgiving, dumps their hometown boyfriend or girlfriend because long distance relationships are too difficult, or because they found a new friend. Yeah. I think. I think you see this a new, in quotes I like that too. It's like yeah. a, they have found a new friend. Friend. Yep. I think I think that happens. I I can see that often. Uh, small towns especially. That's the one that makes sense. And that one's almost yeah. like instead of it being like like a giant piece. Like here's the here's the thing. A lot of the other ones, monkeying doesn't. It sounds like a, a cute way of saying someone just moves from relationship to relationship. That one I get. The all the other ones kind of feel like a bit of a dick move. Turkey dump, while it's kind of heartbreaking. It, it it doesn't sound like an intentional thing. So no. turkey dump, the reason they call it that is you're breaking up at Thanksgiving turkey season, right? Makes sense. That time. And generally seems speaking, to be around that time. Because they say when they come home for Thanksgiving, this is an important one. That tends to be the first trip home when you go away to school. That's right. Thanksgiving in Canada, October, in the States, November. The idea is that they've they've left a small town to go to school, university, whatever it is. Yeah. Now they get a big idea like, oh my God, there's so many different people out there, more people that I click with, whatever. All of a sudden the, you know, one of 12 girls that you were dating, not not that you're dating 12, but like your small town, there's 12 women that you could have dated. You're dating one of them and to you, you're like, I got the best of 12. You go yeah. off to school with hundreds, you're like, holy shit, there's way more people, yeah. way more people I click with. So the first time you go home, it's like you've already realized that, you know, you're going to be, here's the thing, the turkey dump might be on the way up. Because people, there are more and more people who are totally fine with dumping someone via text. That's right. This was almost like, hey, this is the first time I'm going to see them to do it in person. Yeah, now I think. Now it's like people are like learning how to. care. We'll just do it long distance. There's we don't probably, have to do it in person. Yeah, there's probably a thousand blogs that exist 
on how to break up with someone yeah. via text in a non, you know, there's probably an way. app that does it for you automatically. <laughs> right? Like really an funny. AI that'll actually respond back to you and but be like, make it, yeah, it's not you. The actual me. turkey dump doesn't sound malicious because no. of the whole fact that you see the person face to face. And that whole, that, like I said, long distance relationships are difficult, right? So it could be just, this is really hard. Boom. Yeah. Or like it says, they found the new friend. The idea is they have actually clicked with found someone on a else. deeper yeah. level. And not just, hey, that. Hey, I'm the young farm boy and I'm hot and you're the young farm girl and you're hot. Let's make hot babies that can't read because we're from a small. But that's but that's a part of maturing though, right? Like right. someone getting out of their comfort zone, going off to college and then becoming more of an adult um, and just discovering the world. I don't think anybody the should. Fuck are you right now? <sighs> Poetry speaking. You know, someone who's just coming in, they're growing, they're getting old. Here we are at NPR News. <laughs> uh, no yeah that happens people people go off and they, they go discover themselves and ha they have that experience and there it's that really interesting time where you think you know everything when you're 18 17 when you're first I going do know to college Mike. you know everything yeah. you know where the fucking the yeah. car is you know the goddamn yeah, tacos yeah. That I, I like. say with confidence thank you very much. <laughs> and then uh and and uh you think you know everything and then and then you think you've got this relationship i don't blame the relationship is probably very strong initially but as soon as you come back from school, their first few months of school as and a freshman. And they've taught these small town people how to read. Yeah, right. No? <laughs> and they've given them soap. And they've, yeah. Uh, uh, and, but you've got all these people who are just like, they've just matured. It was like, it's a milestone. And then you're doing it at the same time. You're discovering yourself. You're, find, you're finally outside of your element. I guess that's the North American college I spent experience. a lot of my early teens discovering myself. Yeah, same here. Um, <laughs> discovering myself right into know. a Kleenex. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I get that. And I, I completely understand where they're coming from. It's just natural. It's what's going to happen. Yeah, man. Well, okay. that was uh, that was serendip. Uh, that was uh, I'm serendipitating. The running feet at the bottom of the page says: Small house flies do not grow up to be big house flies. They emerge from the larval state, fully grown. Mm. Larval stage, sorry, fully grown. And that, my friends, is Uncle John's bathroom reader, portablepress.com. Check out what they got. Like I said, this is from the new edition, uh, actual and factual. All right, so check that out. The thirty first bathroom reader. As always, my partners at Absolute Comedy. All right, I uh, I have never been so far from home in my entire life. My home club of Absolute Comedy. But uh, you know, I'd like to think that here in Los Angeles, my my home club is the Comedy Store. But they're not sponsors yet. Not yet. No, so I will just say that I miss. While I'm performing on iconic stages, I uh, I still have comics here. Surprisingly, who uh, you know when I when I talk about where I'm from and they say, oh, you know, like what clubs out there? And I say Absolute Comedy. They have heard of it here in Los Angeles. A lot yeah. of people. The reputation precedes itself. There's lots of comics right here in Los Angeles who have worked Absolute. So uh, while I'm here, you know, uh, serendipitating other fucking clubs, I'm <laughs> I'm missing my home club of Absolute Comedy. Can't wait to get back on its warm stage, make people laugh. In the meantime, guys, you can check out. What shows are going on at absolutecomedy.ca? Absolute Comedy is the best live stand up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. 
So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersby. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on, and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. <laughs> and we're back. You know what's funny? Um... I've been wearing my, the only hat I've been wearing in Los Angeles is my Summersby hat. Yeah, on stage uh, too. Oh my God, aren't I a good bitch? Some of these iconic stages wearing Summersby. I'm such a good thing. Actually, uh, when we're at the improv, someone looked over it and they're like, they're like, is that your John Deere? And they, I thought like, I thought someone was parked in their lot and they thought maybe it was me or something like that. And he was looking at the hat in the dark, the Summersby logo, and he thought it was John Deere. And as soon as I understood it, he said, right as I was understanding, he asked me a second time, he's like, is that John Deere? And I go, no, 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 I can read. That's uh, because everyone's walking around with a John Deere hat on some country, and it relates back to me making fun of the country people, saying, yeah. you know, <laughs> acting like country people are dumb. Country people aren't dumb, but you ever do that thing? Before I move on to my last sponsor, because yeah. I was like, oh, did I forget anybody? No, I didn't. I didn't fucking forget him. Um, have you ever had somebody like you're talking to them, and then they're like, oh, I, I'm I'm from the country? Don't you have that initial knee jerk reaction, like, oh, I better just use smaller words? Do you not just assume naturally that people from the country just kind of know less? This is a fork. <laughs> is that a reference? Is that something? No. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I just and I'm, it's not even fair, but it's just no, there's it's I have this I have this stereotype. immediate but but do you think the same thing when someone's like on oh, the yeah. country like immediately you're not saying that it's stupid, but just a part of you just immediately assumes that they just know less. They just don't know and as much. And so untrue in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of ways. If you understood how farming works, you would understand like like there's so much mental calculation and mathematics that's involved and it's incredible and the amount of labor work it takes it's just yeah and they have big a, ups to the farmers they have there. a fucking work ethic too that, incredible. That, that people sometimes people in the city couldn't you know no. couldn't even shake a stick at um my partners guys who did i forget huh huh i didn't forget him no. dk did i drive all the way to the goddamn hollywood hills to take a picture of this week's book you, you goddamn right we did all right we took beautiful pictures of this we are in the place where movies are made, all right? right? We got Universal Studios. We got Walt Disney Studios. We drove past uh, Warner Brothers Studios. All of them. Okay, that's where all the studios are. You know who else is here? Marvel Studios, motherfuckers. And today, today, this week, we are reward- <laughs> rewarding. Come on, I shouldn't have been drinking my goddamn spicy eggnog here. <laughs> we got Marvel Studios Visual Dictionary, guys. All of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh Basically, what this is, it's a great little guide. It's organized as always, like all good things DK. All right. And you go, why would I want a visual dictionary? Okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes maybe you're watching the thing. You're like, hey, what was that thing that Okoye was swinging around? Who's Okoye? I don't know. Uh, Maybe Black Panther's honor guard. Yeah. Okay. Michonne in the future 
actually works in Wakanda. Right. All right. Right. She lost her job. Right. To a ma- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, There's her backstory. As, is, as yeah. is the theme out here. Listen, guys, this book is amazing because not only it goes through every character in the movies and things like that. At the same time, it shows the characters, the different kind of weapons that they use, the things, their stories and backgrounds on all the different equipment and stuff. Um, not a lot to say on it. It's a great book. It's filled with beautiful colored imagery, as always, with all the different things, all the different parts of the Captain America uniforms. And Captain America's uniform has changed over the course of the films. Yeah. He's got in uh, in the Winter Soldier, he's wearing what they call the stealth suit, where there isn't a lot of red. It's just a, basically a dark blue suit with some gray you know, stars and stripes on it. But it's showing you all the different aspects of Captain America's suit, America's suit all the different straps and add-ons that he has and what they are, what they're called how they've come to, to play in the movies and things like that. So this being the Halloween season. Yeah, where people are right? going to be getting dressed up and stuff. Yeah, everybody's probably, excited for this show. I, you know what uh, this would also be good for is someone who's into cosplaying. Like if you want if you want to do cosplay, you go through this and you look at the dictionary. And this this will give you the reference pictures you need to go at. It has like highlights sort of parts of the costume you would have not have noticed. And if you're a cosplayer, this is definitely definitely something you want to get into. Absolutely. Even if you're an adult, Mikey, you got kids. Yeah. What if you what if you were trying to, you know, make the costume for your kids or get the pieces that you need to bring right. together? This really breaks down everything and lets you know what's important. And you can even cosplay as like Tony Stark yeah. with just his arc reactor. And then you can just, go on Hollywood Boulevard and charge people money to take, a picture <laughs> to take pictures you know, with yeah. you it's a great book guys as always if you're like me and you're kind of nerdy you're all about the marvel cinematic universe it's a great one to have on the shelf as always on the social media i've got the uh the links for this so you can pick it up at uh you know dk.com slash ca dk.com for my partners or for my partners my listeners in the yeah. states all right so just it's uh, like i said can't go i, I don't want to go into a long you've been listening so much and there isn't a ton of stuff to say but it's a wealth of knowledge it's like trying to uh, it's not an encyclopedia. DK never does the kind of thing where they just bore you with shit. The imagery is great. The amount of details on every page, the the illustrate. I say illustrations, not their their pictures. The imagery, yeah, actual. Well, some of them are yeah. illustrations, but sometimes they're concept drawings, and you see them, and it's really cool. Like, yeah, they even do like highlights of the actual weapons themselves, yeah. or the helmet of something, or you know, it's, it's, it just gives you the fleshes out the world of of Marvel, the Marvel universe. Absolutely, it's, it's cool. It's yeah, I find it very very cool. Um, but anyway, so that's that's the one, guys. Uh, here in uh, Tinseltown, with all the studios this week, we've got Marvel Studios Visual Dictionary. Uh, check that out. Of course, if you want to know any more about it, anything that I didn't uh, didn't say, please feel free to uh, to message. You know, contact at onemanpodcast.com. So thank you to all my sponsors: dk.com/ca, Summersby, AbsoluteComedy.ca, and of course, PortablePress.com. The Uncle John's Bathroom Readers coming up this week, guys. Um, for two, I've got the coming up this week in terms of what's going on for the rest of the night. Uh, Mikey's going to try to make his way over to the comedy store. Yeah, hopefully hope, at some point. Yeah. I, I hope he has a wonderful time yeah. there. I am going to be editing the shit out of two interviews that we did, plus this podcast, a lot of stuff to do. Uh, tomorrow, bright and early, up at it again. Yeah. Uh, Mikey and I are going to go all the way down to, uh, what the fuck is it called? Santa Monica. Santa Monica. We're, we're, we're right off the fucking street. Yeah. Santa Monica. So actually Santa Monica, not Santa Monica Boulevard, where we're staying. No. We're going to record... Uh, a podcast with Andy Hendrickson, another right. good friend, super, super good dude. That'd be a great episode. He's done Letterman. He's crushing fucking, like, I, I, if you listen to Laugh USA on Satellite Radio, which is one of the greatest channels, it's clean comedy. Uh, Andy's like the fucking king of that station. Yeah. He's on it all the time. Um, we leave Andy's place, we come back, and where are we going, Mikey? Uh, then after that, we're going to the Comedy and Magic. 
No. No, no, sorry. That's my uh, the highlight of the week. That's right. We are we are going to uh to a little place called the El Capitan Theater on Hollywood Boulevard to go see uh and this is a big name, uh none other than Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, we're going to Jimmy Kimmel live taping. Wow. So where I I I don't want to jinx it by telling no. you guys before it happens. You will be listening to this podcast yeah. sometime There's during something the day extra that might as listen. we're getting yeah. ready to go to this. Yeah. I mean, depend unless you listen to it late. But all you guys who are here day one, you listen to it as it happens. You will be listening to this podcast while Mikey and I are are either on our way or uh, or basically doing the Jimmy Kimmel live taping. Yeah. So we're gonna be audience members. It's my understanding that we are actually doing a little bit more. Yes. I can't jinx it. Nope. So we're just going to listen. Well, you just, just have to tune in next week. You're just, actually you're going to have to follow us on social media. Yeah. Whatever follow we, us on social media and follow the One Man Podcast, uh, Instagram, and uh, and and Facebook feeds. And you're, you're going to see your, what really what's happened. Your, let's, get, let's get you in. Yeah, let's get around. Uh, my, my, uh, my, I like Instagram a lot. So Instagram is is uh, Mike LeBlanc Comedy, all one word. Uh, and then I got uh, Twitter. It's uh, Mike LeBlanc, ha ha, H-A-H-A. Uh, and, uh, and under, uh, Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash Mike LeBlanc comedy. There you go. Mike, he's going to be on there. So make sure you follow him too. You'll see what he's up to. Um, I'd say, I mean, hell, you could probably see what he gets up to later on tonight. Um, <laughs> Maybe. It won't be on mine. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to the comedy magic club, a very, a, a staple out here, That's the right. absolute comedy of California. You, some might say, yeah, apparently. Um, but we're going to go check out a show there. We're gonna get the Royal treatment at that club, uh, Thursday, we haven't really got anything on the docket just yet. Yeah, we had it open we, for something else, but yeah, I think like, we've got some other stuff. We, I th- this, we're going to the Sycamore Tavern. Sycamore might, Tavern, might, yeah. Might jump on a, a show just happening in Hollywood here. Not one of the big clubs, but might be fun to just, again, hit another spot. Uh, but that's all we have for Thursday so far, and, and I'm knocking on wood that maybe that's not such a crazy day because no. I, I wouldn't mind breathing for a yeah. yeah. Um, we are going to, on Friday, uh, we're going to do a little bit of touristy stuff. And, and, and by that, I just mean that we're going to go down to one end of Hollywood Boulevard, and we're just going to walk down. We're going to take yeah. a look at some of the stores, some of the, the stars in the Walk of Fame, get some pictures of like the Chinese theater. Just get Do to, the typical stuff. Yeah, we're not going to go buying fucking no. souvenirs and hats, but we're going to get a chance to just take a look at, at some of the more iconic things that everyone sees here. Get it out of our system so next time we come, we don't we have, don't to, have to do it ever again. Yeah, exactly. You see how tacky it is. I'm <laughs> sure think... there might be some material out of it too. Yeah. Always. It's, hey, it's definitely worth checking out, and that's yeah. what I think we're going to do. We're going to go for a walk, and we're going to check out some of the the touristy areas saturday we fly home mm-hmm. sunday i have a pet event i have been getting tons of emails with all the information for the pet event i have read zero percent of them Eesh. and i think that that's might might be what i do on saturday when we're flying home is trying to get myself ready to do something um monday before i talk to you guys next um you know the same as always i'll get up i'll uber i'm featuring at absolute comedy back to my home club get to jump back on stage nice and Nice and quickly after being That's gone for Monday? so long. That's on Monday. Good for you. Yeah, buddy. And then uh, and then Tuesday, nothing so far, but I'll tell you what, it's my buddy Jimmy's birthday. All right? I don't know because you know if that's Tuesday or not. Uh, now I feel like a shitty friend. Saturday is the 27th? Uh, 20. Saturday is the 27th, yeah. <coughs> 28th is Monday. Nope, 28th is 20th, Sunday. Sorry, 28th is Sunday. So it'd be the 29th. 30th, okay, so the 30th is Jimmy's birthday, or so Tuesday is Jimmy's Tuesdays, birthday. Tuesdays, yeah. Well, there's me just fucking rambling all That's over the fine. place, not really knowing what's going on. So yeah, my buddy Jimmy's birthday is on Tuesday. Right and then by Halloween. then, by then I'll be chatting with you guys again, telling you all about how yeah. the rest of the shit went. So one last time before we get into the emails, contact at onemanpodcast.com if you want to send anything in at all. Uh, what is it? Uh, the... Come on, brain. Uh, the social medias, you guys can follow them. 
one man podcast. I would say right now, actually doing everything from my Josh Williams. So Josh Williams comedy, or just follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, this week. So, so get this the first time in history, I had an email from a friend. I didn't flag it properly in my account. So I actually didn't eat, read the email, uh, when she first sent it. So I do apologize for that red. I've actually got two emails this week. Both of them are from red. <laughs> mm-hmm. She didn't email twice this week. She, emailed, I read. yeah, she emailed once I missed it. So I put that one in here and then she's emailed again this week. So I'm going to read them both <coughs> right as I start to lose my voice. Hmm. Vanessa writes, uh, Hey there, Josh, v- Vanessa, AKA, yeah. by the way, they're yeah. calling her red all this time. And there's Vanessa like who, Hey there, Josh, it's been a while since I wrote in and wanted to say hi to you and your onesie crew. I wanted to chime in about the license plates. I love how you tell us the longest, most elaborate stories about stupid shit and then don't elaborate on what your license plate means. Oh, I don't, I thought I didn't fucking, did I know I elaborated? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I was somewhat disappointed you weren't more creative. Oh, fuck you for uh. sure on that. Uh, <laughs> I have always wanted an infinity G three, five coupe and wanted the license plate, uh, N D B Y O N D. So end beyond. So oh, she wants an infinity and beyond. I get uh, it. She says, I hope lovely. you get the reference. Sure do. Buzz, like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Did you see Venom? I'm not that fussed because the rating is PG 13. Venom is pretty creepy. So I'll, so I'm skeptical of it maintaining the rating and still being decent. If you didn't mention it already, what did you think? I did not see it yet. The reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and what everyone's saying about it is just like it's like like hot garbage. Yeah, um, it's too bad because I like Tom Hardy so much. I like Tom Hardy and I like Venom. Yeah, uh, my great. my brother's a huge Venom fan, and we drove past that. So here we were in, in yeah. Hollywood. We drove past a bunch of Venom posters and like murals, like art, uh, like nice, really nice black and white illustrations yeah. of Venom. Uh, next to these posters like it was clearly all part of the same advertising campaign but it's really really cool yeah um i've i've been trying to whip up my phone but by the time i pull up my phone and try to get get it unlocked get the picture up <laughs> we've driven past yes, whatever it is so. and it's like it's like the, and the faster i am with it the more you just tap on the app and it slides the screen over instead of opening pissing me off but yeah. i'm trying to take pictures for you guys uh what is new with me I'm looking to get my first tattoo soon, which I always find, uh, sorry, which I always find is interesting. Um, she must mean which I, what I always find interesting, uh, to see what other people would want to have. Do you have a tattoo? No, I do not. Um, I always said, do you have a tattoo? Do you have a tattoo? Do you have a tattoo? No. As you know, I'm a huge Trekkie and I'm getting the Borg designation for Terran above my Achilles. Yeah. So, um, I know what the Borg is. I didn't realize that they actually had, uh, designations for the uh the races and stuff i've attached a pic if you want to post it for a discussion on the socials cool. um i can definitely do that i i have it in my thing first i should uh, should do that when this podcast is over um have you had a nice thanksgiving ours was pretty simple i always wished i had a big family with crazed with crazy get-togethers what mm-hmm. about you i had a great thanksgiving mikey invited me to yeah, go out thanksgiving dinner with to his my family. family it was great it was awesome and i and i know i've already answered this in the previous podcast so she's yeah. probably already heard this but i i'm so sorry i didn't get your email in sooner um and do you have a tattoo no, I don't have it. You don't have it. No, uh, you know that. We talked about it the other day. Well, the, the listeners I, don't I, know this, I know Josh. that. I know that. Um, <laughs> I got to really fucking start unplugging these goddamn uh, notifications coming through. You heard yeah. it in your ears, eh? Yeah. No, I didn't it hear makes, it. Really? Yeah, it didn't come up. Oh, that's well, good. That's good. Um, well, take care of yourself, bud. We will chat soon. Indeed, yeah. we will because you have a second email in here. Uh, we're going to chat again right away. Yeah, here fact. we go. But uh, I don't have a tattoo. I, 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 for a few reasons, I, I would like one. Here's my issue. One, 
I don't know anything that I would just be into all the time. So many things I was into younger that I was fucking wicked into, and I, it would take me years to move on from. I, I would get something, and then all of a sudden, I, I know that at some point I would regret it. Mm. Anything permanent, it's it's permanent. I mean, uh, hence the name. That was a real good contribution yeah. on my part. But here's here's number two, and probably the more important one, is that because I'm overweight, um, I, I know this happens to everybody, but because I'm overweight, I would hate to get a tattoo, lose a bunch of weight, and then the tattoo looks shitty. Yeah. It sags or whatever it is. So I've always been like, if I get myself in shape, I'll start thinking about doing something like and a tattoo tattoos, or whatever yeah. so no i don't but i i think it look tattoos look great on a lot of people especially people who take care of themselves like you do me good friend red um so yeah do the and the borg designation thing is very very cool that's very I cool. definitely definitely get that and you know what i didn't know you were a huge trekkie believe it or not but i've been ranting and raving about how uh how i'm watching the star trek the next gen i'm still in the first season but uh i've been thorough i i enjoy star trek but primarily like the next gen i'm still waiting for one to be as good as next gen i watched a youtube video on, on star trek recently mikey you like star trek at all yeah i was a tng guy yeah me too yeah next gen. and that's i think the reason why i stick to tng and i like the original series as well is mostly because it was tng was the series that i got that got me into it like it was out back when i was a kid and I could see episodes airing for the first time. And it was like, you know, it was the the best show for that. And that's what kind of got me into it. And then afterwards. Did you watch like the Bob's Couch on whatever channel that was? The new RO or whatever? Yeah. Like I think that's guy's what like, it hey, was. Bob on the couch. And he would like, and then he would throw to the next episode or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. That was, I do remember that. Wow. That was, that's really, uh, yeah, you're reminding me a lot. Um, and then, and then I would always watch the reruns on the new TNN. Which was, yeah. oh yeah, they would play the reruns over and over and over. And as I got older, the episodes got more novel because you could see the subtext and the more, you know, uh, I mean, I, I was probably was maybe seven or like eight years Pixar old when he- as a kid and an adult. Exactly. And as you become like a teenager, you get to see the subtext behind uh, TNG a bit more. And they would, they would play a lot of TNG on the new TNN back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, and I loved it. Uh, and, and you know what? I did watch a bit of the Deep Space Nine and, and all the other, you know, following series after that. And I did. I didn't like DS9 as much. Yeah. And, and same with uh, Voyager. Voyager, I liked. I almost uh, found for me it was like a skip, skips a, yeah. a generation. It was like didn't care. I never cared for the original Star Trek because I felt like it was a space western. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Kirk would come in, punch the king, I fuck the like queen, and that was it. Yeah. Some people did. Hey, look, if it wasn't good, we never would have got TNG. Yeah. But I and then I liked the Next Generation. Then Deep Space Nine didn't give a fuck about it. Yeah. And then I liked Voyager. Yeah. And then the Enterprise. next one, Enterprise never even saw it. No. I think I maybe tried, and everyone was like, "That's." Crazy. As soon as the Rod Stewart theme came out, I was like, "I'm done." Oh, really? This. Yeah, it's yeah. that's. I mean, they had it going. It had Scott Bakula going for it, and it was fun. But I don't know. I, I just I couldn't ever get said into that it. Sentence before it has Scott Bakula going for it. Yeah, <laughs> and meant it. Yeah, it's Quantum Leap was one of my most favorite shows. You know what I mean? Like, I love Quantum Leap. Uh, and I remember watching that as a kid. But it's like, yeah, I thought that would have been cool. But no, it didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> so Red's second email. Hey, Josh, yeah. a couple episodes ago, your friend Chris, I believe, mentioned his chosen custom license plate would be zeros and ones so he could tell people it means random things in binary. Uh -huh. You mentioned how you don't think that was uh, plausible since a binary string needs to be quite long to spell anything. And that's what I did think. And uh, you guys know me. If I think it, I say it. Uh, with with <laughs> not as much confidence as Mikey, but I, I still think I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is what it means. Well, mm. I wanted to let you know that you are partly right. Yay me, batting somewhat. Um, <laughs> ASC11. ASCII. Well, yeah, that's what she puts in brackets, pronounced ASCII. Yeah. I'm Mike's a fucking computer yeah, dildo nerd. too. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is the character encoding standard for electronic communication. Yeah. According to 
ASCII, one letter is seven, sorry, one letter is seven binary digits. So right. one, zero, 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 one is a capital A, for example. So I'm going to make sure I said that the right amount because I had to count those zeros. One, zero, 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 one is a capital A, for example. Right. It's so capital so, A, not a. So when you calculate that at one, zero, 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 one, that's an eight. Is that, is there eight, eight characters total there? Yeah. So that would be one and. fuck is happening i'm calculating the binary to what the actual Jesus decimal Christ. is good for you i, I couldn't possibly do that so she says capital a for example you go ahead i'm gonna keep going yeah so you could get one letter 129 using, so, so you get one letter using 129 yeah i think so using binary in a canadian license plate which is true you could get one if on the other hand you used decimal or hexadecimal each letter is two characters according to axki here's here's what i don't get about that okay uh, sorry, so it's a two characters according to Axie, and you could then spell any four-letter word since I think you said it was eight characters on the license plate. Yeah. Here's what I don't get. If it's two digits long, mm -hmm. and it's ones and zeros, mm -hmm. how could you possibly have the entire alphabet? Because you have a maximum of four combinations. Zero, 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 one, one, zero, one, one. It's not two digits. That's what she just said. So um, say that again. That's what she said. If on the other hand, you use decimal or hexadecimal. Hexadecimal, that's different. Yes, each letter is two characters okay, according so to Axie. Because that's, so wouldn't that be zero, one? No, no, you're not using ones and zeros at that point. What's hexadecimal? Hexadecimal is, is using uh, zero to nine. So it's zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then A to F. I see. So you, you have that Thank as- Thank God you're, because I didn't get yeah. <laughs> I was like, if it's ones and zeros, how the no, fuck do you no, get no. more than four options? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're using zero to nine, A to F, and the combination of, of that translates. So you, you take a um, an eight bit, uh, you- uh, you have bits and bytes. So a byte is eight, is is a one or a zero, and a byte is eight bits. I'm willing my eyes not yeah, to cross no right problem. now. And you translate that byte <laughs> of data, which is eight uh, characters, and you split it in half into what's known as a nibble. And then because you have a byte. Oh and fuck! A where was that red? I didn't see that in your email. Yeah. Super wordy, and, and this is we got. Yeah, and the nibble you translate. You I think he's kinging you your thing right now. Like, that you put this out, he goes king me with this shit. Two characters, okay. uh, hexadecimal. So that, and there, yeah, there's there's a conversion process. Okay, but, that, but I've, it, I've done it before. But zero times. to nine and and the letters that helps. Yeah, I yeah. I was I I didn't know what the fuck. Yeah. Was. She you, says according to Axie, so since it was the same thing, I assumed yeah. it was zeros once. Have you ever have you ever gone in Photoshop and then you try to pick an RGB scale? Yes, and, and it's letters and numbers. That's hexadecimal. That's hex. Okay, but it's six digits long, not two. No, you're you're using a combination of them, right? So it's six. So one color will will be uh, six long. a number, and what that number or that designation is a, is a, it's all hexadecimal based codes. Yeah, I I applaud the fact that I some tried of you to guys are able to, okay. to. No, 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 not that. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying to sit there and learn how to like throw yeah. letters and numbers in to become a color. Like hats yeah. off to red. Hats off to you. I I have a lot of masturbating to do. And I that's don't good. know how I could teach Make myself. Laugh. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but that's no, it's, it's, and I appreciate, honestly, despite the fact that I try to make it funny, I, I do appreciate the fact that you guys are making it sense to me because that's, and, and, and perfect because I have played around with that. So I'm like, I have no idea how it knows that. I just assumed it was all coding. So that's wicked. So you say Axie, and then you could spell any four-letter words since that's I right. think you said it was eight characters or less. But so yeah, that way you could. You're absolutely right. Anyways, just wanted to help you out with that one in case you hadn't had someone answer already i didn't um thank god mikey was here because the two of you collaborated to make beautiful music in my brain that yeah. will last for the next 30 seconds before Sp it leaves but you speak of that doing binary right if you put a binary in a, on a uh on a 
license plate. I remember one guy tried to get away with the whole um, replacing O's and zeros and I's with L's okay. so that if someone walked by and tried to get a ticket off of his license plate, they couldn't do it because they couldn't f- distinguish between an I and, an, and a one and an L and an O and, and a zero. So when they they've, went to go to input it. they changed that now. Yeah, now you really, they can tell, right? They, they're they not allowed to do You're that You're not allowed now. to do something that looks like something else. But I so. know someone did do that at one point. My favorite license plate story at one point was a guy who, um, he went to, I think it was California. He had he had the option to put three different license plates that he could choose from. And he was like, I want this and I want that. And if you can't have those two, then I want no plate. And he wrote no plate in the third option. And that was what he got, no he plate? Sh- he got no plate. And that was, that was kind of cool. It was funny. But then he kind of, he kept it. Then he started getting tickets over and over and over. And what was happening was any car that was abandoned on the side of the road, whoever was entering in the ticket would put no plate, as in the car on the side of the road has no plate. Well, that would actually ding to this guy's actual license plate that says no oh, plate. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, well, what is it? was he abandoning his car? All no, yeah, yeah, no. He literally had a plate that said no plate, but then when other people were abandoning, so across the city and whatever in state, he was getting tickets for people that were other cars that hadn't happened to have no plates that were abandoned on the side of the road. And so he was getting thousands upon thousands of tickets. Uh, Obviously it was resolved properly. Yeah, him. no, no. You t- I'm, I, if I remember correct reading through the story, uh, it took a lot of bureaucracy and a lot of red tape to get through, and he still managed. What a great fucking story! Yeah. In all fairness, like that's, that's hilarious. hilarious to me. Holy shit! It's eleven thirty. Okay. Okay. So Red just does add this last thing. Um, I did a lot of binary math in my degree, so thank yeah. you for bringing back all those tear-filled, <laughs> torturous memories. Red, thank you so much for taking the time to send these in. I I do always uh, enjoy reading your emails. Um, that's uh, that's. That's the the podcast fuck, dude. Longest one ever. Three minutes, three hours and four minutes long. Uh contact the one man podcast.com to any of you who want to send something in. We have more week to do. So Mikey and I are gonna start fucking right back at it. I gotta I gotta add this podcast so I can get it out to you animals. Yeah. It's already two thirty in the morning back home. Yeah. So if anyone's desperate for this thing at midnight, like it usually drops. And it's not there. It's Too coming. Bad. It'll be there for when you wake we'll up. We're working on Pacific time here, guys. Exactly. PortableCrust.com, right. AbsoluteComedy.ca, SummersBDK.com slash CA or DK.com in the States. Those are my partners, guys. Thank you so much to them. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, One Man Podcast. Get on it so you can keep track of what Mikey and I are still doing for the next little while. we got some fun stuff coming up. Um, if you're listening to this on Facebook for any reason, uh, you can subscribe to this on your smartphones. You can go into iTunes, uh, like or the podcast app. You can go to Google Play Music. All I would ask is just if you need any help with that, if you don't understand how, send me a message. All right. If you're listening to this on Facebook, you're connected with me somehow. Yeah, you can you can connect with the One Man Podcast if that's how you're hearing it. If you've yeah. never met me and you're not, we're not friends. Click on the One Man Podcast link. It'll take you to our page. Send a message. I will respond personally, helping you find a way to subscribe to this. And of course, anyone who's already subscribed, please take a second, go into whatever app you're using, and give this a five star review. Give I review. really appreciate that. It makes a big difference on whether or not I get seen, more more downloads and you know uh, streams and all that stuff. The more uh, people want to, you know. Become partners and advertise on this podcast, meaning I don't have to do as much grunt work to earn them dollars and cents. So uh, thank you for listening, guys. Mikey, thank you so much for thank being you. a part of it, buddy. I'm having a blast with you. Yeah, I'm having a great time This here. week, yeah. And uh, and I, we got we got more adventuring to do. We're not done yet. Yeah? Okay, well, let's, uh, let's get back to it then. Right, in the meantime, you guys will see you on social media, and we'll talk to you next week. 
All the leaves are brown And the sky is gray I've been for a walk On a winter's day I'd be safe and If I was in L.A. California dreaming On such a winter's day To a church, I passed along the way. Got down on my knees and I pretend to pray. You know, the preacher likes the gold, he knows I'm gonna stay. Such a winter's day If I didn't tell him 